Fine. Fine, Ripper, you win keeping all the secrets. like the levels aren't right. I still feel like these levels aren't right. Y'all tell me if they ain't right. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in to Talking Trek Live, my first studio show in like two weeks. Maybe that's why, Ripper, maybe that's why I'm excited. I'm I'm glad to be back in my element. What's up, everybody? Y'all ready to get your learn on today? I got hints. I got teasers. I got analyses, and we've got your final grades, everybody. Let's get started like we normally do. Y'all sound off. Who is hanging out on the stage of Talking Trek here today? What's up, 7 of 9 on server 146? Thank you. Hey, Ivana Vano, 136, D-Agent on server 14, Data Systems, server 27. What's up, JT Bob on 156? Bills Mafia, server 32. Thank you for being here. Uh, Jerry Ryan on 146. Roselle, server 69. Thank you. Uh, what's up? Uh, Hal 9000, how you doing? Uh, Lord Farquaad on 147. Velvet Thunder, 137. Zombie Stratalorian on server 9. Thank you. Young Dakot on 38. Dirty Bird Bills here from server 15. Thank you. Gator on 28. Empty Calories on server 33. Yusuki joining us from server 44. Thank you. Commander Taylor on 192. Uh, Shintari on 32. Swagger on 20. Admiral Poop Salon on server 42. Divine on server 164. Thank you. Raging Ginger. Server 31. What's up? Jayberg on 32. Regis on 8. Bad Intentions on 199 and 201. Doubling down on the two-server game. Hey, what's up? AJ Dog. Server 29. Thank you. Silent Killers. Let's go! Server 31. Server 16 saying what's up to the Haggis. Thank you. Jim on 15. Resurrection Hunter on 28. There can only be one on server 38. DePaul on server 160. Vulcan Death Grip on 14. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. Uh, I'm with Crazy here for server 13. What's up, Major Tom on 142? Epically just shout out server 9. What? What, what are you doing, girl? Welcome. Captain Planet on 167. Nothing better on 139. Gopher on 130. And what's up, Tammy Moses, server 28. Patron St. Nick, server 10. And 88 additional messages, criminal ripper. What a full crowd that we have here today. 200 and, hold on, let me count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, 297 people tuned in at oh this boy. very second here live on our Discord. Thank you so much. And thank you to the thousands more who are listening in podcast form at a later date and time. Y'all are so amazing. Thank you so much for downloading Talking Trek today. We really appreciate it. We've got a very special treat for you today. We've got your final grades on duality 
the October arc. Plus, we've still got other things to do. I don't even know how we're going to get it all in, Rip, because we have uh, Halloween Trick or Treat to talk about for a minute. We released uh, uh, Transwarp Conduits video today. We've got that to go over. Uh, just all kinds of stuff. And it's got to be a not three-hour show because I got to pick Oliver up at like, uh, you got to leave here at 5.30. So we've got <laughs> we got two hours and 10 minutes. I guess we better get freaking started, huh? I guess that's what, yeah. what that means. So uh, let's, listen, we can't skip features of the show. Okay, that can't happen. No, Shinjo, it can't happen. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's time for the news, everybody. It is time for the news. <laughs> I was not pulled over for speeding. <laughs> that did not happen. Uh, President Biden is in the news a lot here lately. I don't do a whole lot of Biden news because I don't like people yelling at me. But this one was interesting to me. Uh, he was visiting uh, a group of elementary school students in New Jersey. Uh, and he actually said that one of his jobs as president was to avoid answering questions from reporters that's what he told the kids it's kind of a it's kind of a crazy statement but the american people are just happy that a president has finally told the truth everybody all right legit he spoke the truth i'm sure uh, after the president did this a couple of the kids do what kids do they asked why and then joe turned his back and walked out of the room <laughs> Uh, you get it because he, he was asked the question. Anyway, uh, a private school in Miami has reversed course on its controversial plan to force students who got who actually got a COVID vaccine to quarantine for 30 days. This was a school that said even after you got the, the vaccine, you had to quarantine for 30 days. Well, recently they've overturned that uh, controversial decision. And parents and uh, well, kids are probably happy. They don't have to stay at home for 30 days. There's no way, though, Bubba Joe that they're as happy as their parents. All right? Parents like, about 30 days. Too long. Got to get them back in school. Um, listen, truthfully, I'm not sure COVID should be a concern down in Miami. After all, if you've ever hit up the strip in Miami, you know there's way scarier viruses that you need to avoid. Ha! You get it? That's an STD joke. What's up, Bubba? Is, is that okay? Uh, is that borderline? I know you don't like those jokes. That one's okay, though, right? Because that's making fun that of Miami. Was, that, one's, that one's okay. <laughs> Thank but, you. You know, if, if, if my school district was like that, I might have used that 30-day quarantine to my advantage. Winter finals again? Let's go ahead and uh, work this in there. Yeah, that's Get some right. Extra time. And 30 days, right? Uh, that's right. Of, of speaking of Florida, lots of great news out of Florida today. A Florida woman was arrested for beating – where's Big? Oh, God, he's not going to be here for an hour, is he? He told me he couldn't get here until 4.30. Uh, <laughs> a Florida woman has been arrested, Bubba Joe, for beating her mother in the head with a bag of tacos. <laughs> she took a bag of tacos and smacked her mama in the face with them. Uh, the tacos were not, however, from Taco Bell, so authorities have dropped the charge for assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs> she still got the assault charges, just not the uh, the deadly weapon one. Thank you. <laughs> it's so good. Japanese Princess Mako. Am I saying this right? Princess Mako quietly married a commoner. 
without traditional wedding celebrations and said that their marriage, which has already been delayed for three years and opposed by almost everybody in their government, was, quote, a necessary choice to live while cherishing the love in our hearts. It's actually very, very sweet. But if you think this princess broke her family's hearts, you should go talk to a certain prince's family over in England. You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, Mako, you were not the first. <laughs> Just throw that out there. Kellogg's uh, is in the news, the maker of the popular breakfast cereal line, all the, the, the foods. Kellogg's is facing a $5 million, not billion, but a $5 million lawsuit because consumers claim that their strawberry Pop-Tarts don't have enough strawberries in it. True story, people. They're facing a $5 million lawsuit because there's not enough strawberry in their strawberry Pop-Tarts. Uh, <laughs> listen, just wait till people find out how much fruit's in Fruity Pebbles, okay? You'll be real pissed off. Uh, Tropicana has released an orange juice, <laughs> an orange juice flavored toothpaste. <laughs> Tropicana releasing orange juice flavored toothpaste for that just brush and still not clean kind of feeling. Thank you. It's uh, <laughs> awesome. Boston Celtics star Inez Cantor is in the news criticizing Nike for using Chinese slave labor to make their shoes. Apparently, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just do it isn't just their slogan. It's also a work policy. Ha! <laughs> that deserved a double right there. Thank you, everybody. That is your stupid news. Baba, tell me that that was not good. Am I just a little giddy today, Rip? I might be a little giddy today. I think so, yeah. A little bit? You think? You think I'm overreacting? Mm. Do you think... Do you think have you had too many gummies? <laughs> I have had not enough gummies, Scopely. I wanted 7,000. All right, clearly we're not going to get 7,000. You know, even Snake Eyes told me, he said, listen, when you make the video, we should probably either like be very conservative with our estimate or just don't talk about the, the potential. I'm like, well, we got to talk about the potential. Right, because that's where people are going to have to decide: is the event meaningful or not meaningful? You know what? Let's just spend real quick ten minutes. We'll get a trek or treat knocked out of the way, Bubba Joe. Got to be honest with you, I'm satisfied. I'm pretty satisfied. Like the the events. Okay, Bubba, you're fifty three now. Fifty two. No, 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 no. Okay, fifty two. So ops fifty two. Now I have heard. I have heard that milestones might be. A little bit imbalanced at 52, ironically, not even 51, but 52 plus that milestones might be a little bit, a little bit out of whack. Is, is that still the case, Bubba? Did they change anything? They did not change anything. How, how are you finding this? Is this, is this event worth it to you? Like, like what's your trite payout? Today, the, I, uh, the AMS is paying out tritanium. So let, let's look real quick. You told me that you were going to have to go through six hulls of your pylum, right? Is that correct? Six trite, uh, six hulls in correct. order to complete the event. Uh, let's yep. take a look at your, you know what? I don't even need to ask you what's in your AMS. <laughs> Let me just come on over here to stfc.space. By the way, I am so loving this ripper. If you guys have not seen stfc.space uh, in like the last 
I don't know, what, 24 to 36 hours. Y'all got to check this out because Ripper has outdone himself. I did not know how he was going to pull this off, but he did, everybody. Introducing every event in the game since December 1. Is that right? Or November 1 of the year 2020. December 1 of 2020, okay? December 1st of the year 2020, he has every event that has ever run with its requirements, points, milestones, and rewards. It is flipping crazy. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to come to Trek or Treat. I'm going to look for the Alliance Milestone for an Ops 52, Bubba Joe. And I'm going to see here that at Ops 52, Ops 52, you are getting three, about four billion Tritanium. No, eight, eight billion Tritanium. Eight billion Tritanium. Is this not a profitable event for you? Seems like it so, would be. In, ter- in terms of Tritanium, it's fine. I'm not I'm not losing money killing my pylum that many times. Uh, I even could go grinding with my Tribune if I wanted. However, the problem for me, since we now have these new rep levels, is the rep loss. Because they only, these new skirmish systems only go up to 50, don't they? Uh, the, gotcha. Yes. Yep, and now, actually 48, I think, is the top system, not if even you, 50. If you hit warships, how much of a rep loss are you taking on 50 of those hostiles? Uh, a lot. Well, well, so I can't hit 50 to complete my milestones, right? It's, 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 in, the, it's in the 90 range for 51s. Right. Uh, for, to get, so the points, the points, the, the, the base result is that the points are are based off the fact that it is not so bad for a player to hit 50 or 60 of a hostile, right? And for a lot of players, they just go hit one or two in the home worlds, and they're like, I'm done. It's awesome. And, yeah. I, and I, I totally get that. Yeah. But but the basis, the way that Scopely scales it, is they say, okay, well, we want you to hit 50 to 60 to 70 hostiles uh, of a specific rep level ba- or a specific level of hostile based on your level. Great. This is how every hostile event's been scaled. The problem is, is that was always based on Pike Moreau Chen, mm-hmm. which no longer works, right? I can't go hit 52s the same way I could have hit 50s. Right. And so there's an imbalance there. Well, um, but the, so the that, imbalance is in the cost, right? Is, is the it, imbalance is, is in the time it takes to kill those hostiles, right? It's not just sending a ship to a system one time, killing 50 hostiles and moving on. So there's significant right. more time. There's obviously more uh, Tritanium, but obviously they're compensating for the rewards for the Tritanium, so I'm right. not upset about that. Uh, but there's a lot more time involved in doing it, and uh, there's obviously a, just a, a, a factor of effort involved in trying to complete these events. And so I um, I've, I did two the first day, both of them that could boost my uh, Romulan reputation or my Klingon reputation. Mm-hmm. And then today I'm probably only going to do one. Because I've got my Klingon above one point one, and I don't want to tank my Romulan, so yeah. I'm just gonna gonna do one, and that's you know that's fine. I think it could have just been uh, they're going to have to look at hostile events for players that are over a certain ops level to compensate for the fact that they're not going to be able to hit hostiles as easily as someone who it, can still use Pike Moro Chen. 
Yeah, Pike Murchan, I mean, obviously has been a thing for a long time. And now that the 52-plus hostels don't function that way, uh, then uh, is my volume still okay? I mean, this is driving me nuts over here. It's, All right. it's, it's on the on the high side. Uh, it's, okay, it's, let me... It feels like a slight distortion on uh, something. Yeah, I don't want that. Is it, that a little bit better? See, I, I, something happened in here. I don't know. I spilled orange juice in it or something. Uh, <laughs> something happens. My levels aren't quite right. I'm trying to to balance what I hear in my headphones plus uh, you know what I see going into the master feed plus what's coming back to you guys and everything is disjointed. Anyway, um, so you know Pike Moro Chen has always made it one standard for all of us. I get that the 52 plus uh, it's different now, and and even though at first I thought it was like a monetary thing. I thought it was a rewards thing, but then I was looking at the rewards, Bubba, and I felt like, okay, maybe these are maybe these are actually looking okay. Let's let's transition. Um, but well, before obviously you're right. So there there is the time the time piece. Then I guess it's probably the bigger part. Like I can go and and I might be even if I'm still required to hit 50 hostels. Which guys, that was the formula for this event. I don't know if anybody cracked it. All right, we've talked about this before. It's ops plus one times 50. For everybody, I'm 99% sure there might be some bracketing that was a little bit off, but it pretty much should be, for the most part, ops plus one times 50 hostels. That was what it is. Now, if we take this model and we compare it to a traditional faction hunt, this is where VIPs have a different perspective than, than a lot of us plebs, okay? And, and I, I mean that with, with the utmost respect, Bubba, but how do you normally do a faction hunt? Go ahead. Uh, well, my faction hunt is almost exclusively, I might grind one, but I normally just tear up ships. Tearing ships. That's what VIPs typically do for a faction hunt. They just tear up a bunch of 20, uh, 26 or 28 level ships because they're scrapping for the materials that they need. All right. Now, most of us have to grind it out. And that's why I'm on record saying how much I dislike a normal faction hunt, because for me, a normal faction hunt is 105 hostels per faction. All right. 105 hostels per faction so it's 315 hostels for me that's why i dislike a normal faction hunt so daggone much i hate them all right i love the rewards i love the rewards but but the time is just insane the time is hard but to be fair as you've denoted as you've noted in in previous podcasts around faction hunt she said hey i can send six ships to a a level, you know, 35 system. I'm not taking a huge rep loss. I can send the ships. Any ship of mine can beat these these lower level hostels, so I can go do that. I don't even have that option here. It would be thousands of ships for yeah. me to drop down too many ops levels, right? So, well, um, so, so yes, in a normal faction hunt, that's what I complain about. And and this is it's like taking a normal faction hunt and flipping it on its head. Because the VIPs normally just tier ships, and they don't really have any grind, right? And, and the players who have to grind out all the ships, well, they can do it. And you're right, they might take a bunch of ships. They might take three or four or five and go down into a lower system. My argument to that is it's still a ridiculous amount of time, and it's a ridiculous amount of taps, and it's incredibly boring. All right? So I don't like that. Crazy enough, trust me, Divine, dailies don't come anywhere close to satisfying my normal faction hunt. Normal. Now, this one takes the, the, the faction hunt debate 
and flips it on its head because I love Trek or Treat Faction Hunt. <laughs> I love it. It was six hostels for me, and I'm done with all three milestones. On the other hand, Bubba Joe's like, oh, my God, I got to kill 150, and I'm going to have to warp. What is that? 24 times, right? Eight holes times three factions. Yeah, eight times three. Yeah, 24. 24 times I'm going to have to warp. By the way, not even warping like, you know, three minutes over to to, you know, a system. He's warping 14 minutes up to the the place where he's got to go to kill these hostiles or he has to summon. So, it's it's interesting how faction hunt can be reiterated and, and it just it just flipped. All right. This faction hunt is great for th- probably lobs 42 and down, maybe even 45 and down. This is great. But but some of the the higher, especially now the 52 plus, they're having to hit hostiles and Chen don't work anymore. Chen don't well, work no say, more. I would say it's probably good for the 48 on down, right? Because the ops plus one could put you into the home world system still. Yeah. Um, might even be 50s and down, right? Because 50s no, no. and 51. I don't know because um, ops plus one times 50. That means that an ops 48 would have to kill 50 homeworld traders. <laughs> I don't think I don't think necessarily there, but they could still at least go find an explorer warship where Chen still works and they could at least do it that way. I don't think that they would do traders at Ops 48. No, we can we can yeah. and, and 49 those Ops levels we can use the the level 50 systems in the old G4 space. And it's probably cheaper. Yeah. It's definitely less time intensive and um it's to go up there. Be ready, I can't understand you. What? You can hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. You were just breaking up. What'd you say? No, I'm saying I'm 49, right? I actually prefer the other faction on because I can get it done in five to ten minutes per faction for, by using multiple ships. Here, I have to use only one ship, so it takes much longer. Ah, I and got I have you. to warp all the way to 50. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking. Probably like 44, 45 and down. If you can get it done with a handful of Capital City system traders... Uh, then you're liking this event because for the first time ever, a faction hunt is rewarding. It's like a hostile hunt. It's rewarding the higher ops. And of course, you know, that brings up the whole conversation about capital city systems. Anyway, they're all messed up. So, uh, you know, nonetheless, I, I like this one and, and it's, it's flipped on its head because people are having trouble at the higher ops levels. Um, nonetheless, uh, we're running out of time on this, but if we look very quickly, I overall Bubba, it, it We've got four days of this faction hunt. Now, this may be perturbing to you uh, and, and some of the higher ops level players. I don't even know. Maybe V-Ready. He, he just said it takes me a lot longer. But we look at the payout for what we're getting. We've got the AMS, all right, which is paying out very – I mean, it paid out stupid amounts of steel for days one and two. Today, on day uh, three and four, we've got stupid amounts of trite, all right, and and – it just feels it feels good. Plus, you've got the gummies. The gummies are given just asinine amounts of, of faction credits if you eat them. Uh, great, uh, great amounts of uh, independent credits if you're selling them. We did the analysis in the video, right, Bubba Joe, that basically said, listen, if your ops, if your alliance is mostly ops 39 and down, you guys are probably going to be better off sharing. This was a new mechanic, Stevens Aaron that didn't exist last year. Like last year, it was all about sharing. If you got everybody to share, it was moderately better. Of course, last year, 
we didn't have nearly as many 40-plus players, did we, Bubba Joe? All right. So uh, now, of course, K-21, everybody could get independent credits last year as well. But as far as faction credits, if the faction credits were what you were after, then sharing last year was much better. This year, it's been scaled, Bubba Joe, that for the most part, at about Ops 40-plus, you can't get as many faction credits as you could get if you just eat the candy. All right. Now, you're robbing yourself of a couple of faction recruits, but I've always argued that ain't no big deal. You can source 7,500 of those every single day, and that's for Ops 39 down. All right. I mean, higher ops can get even more. So you can you could source yourself 7,500 faction recruit tokens a day. So to me, that doesn't carry a lot of value as much as the faction credits do. Faction credits are getting more and more and more important. K21 says independent credits were not an option last year. Ah, but they were. They were indeed. All right. Uh, and we pulled up, uh, we were able to find the spreadsheet and all the notes and the research we had from last year. They absolutely were there. But last year, Bubba Joe, this was a 48-hour event. All right. It was quick. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. And we're done. Two days. You got two redemptions of independent credits. So last year, what was it giving you? 900 or 1,000 or maybe 1,100 independent credits. It was not mind-blowing. Except this year, you could legit sink what now we expect to probably be five days worth, all right, and three factions worth all into independent credits. Did the math yesterday. For me, at my ops level, (laughs) it's 6,400 independent credits. 6,400. Guys, that is no small chunk. Not at all. Bubba? What are you going to pursue out of your event store? I know that you are a big, big advocate for faction credits. You're chasing faction credits like they are nobody's business. But independent credits are important, too. You got two really nice options in front of you, right? Uh, I do. um, But I'm going to tell you, even though uh, I get more faction credits than I could possibly get from my, my alliance, uh, I have decided just to share anyway. Um, <laughs> well, Aww. first off, oh, You're don't so give me that. sweet. Uh, <laughs> Look at you. It's Aww. a fun event. The difference is in the. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, I'll stop. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. Uh, no, so it's a fun <laughs> event. It's meant to be a fun event. Uh, I actually think that they want this to be a little bit closer than it is. So I'm thinking maybe in the future they might do it. You know, the third time they run this, it might be a little bit a little bit more closer. Right. You said right now, you know, you definitely can be greedy and definitely get more for yourself. But it's just a fun event. And I enjoy doing fun events that are for the alliance. It's, you know, and like I said, I'm not doing all three factions. I can't take the factions I'm trying to grind. Like, I just won't do that. That that's my sacrifice. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's actually a pretty notable sacrifice, to be perfectly frank with you. Our alliance decided, just do your thing. If you want the faction credits, do that. But a lot of my alliance decided that we wanted independent credits, and that's what we decided to do. Uh, every man for himself. <clears throat> uh, and, and that was kind of what we encouraged in the video, was to talk as a team and decide what your focus was going to be. If your team wanted to focus on the faction credits and the recruit tokens and all that stuff, absolutely, share it. All right, but there was an avenue here. There was not a clear winner 
uh, in strategy. Uh, you, you say that they were probably supposed to be closer than they were. For most players, they're, they're actually pretty close, Bubba. I mean, you know, depending on your ops, depending on the average ops of your team, you know, they were relatively close. It's only for the, the really outlier cases like you, uh, 52. You know, you're probably getting a bunch more faction credits than you could possibly. It would probably take you <laughs> in the neighborhood of 100 to 110 shares, which is not possible. <laughs> you know, 110 of your alliance members are going to have to share with you, Bubba, before, before it benefits you. Um, so independent credits, that's what I'm personally chasing. But here's what's amazing to me, all right? We've got four days of this faction hunt. Last year, it was a two-day event. That's it. Two days of faction hunt. You got 2,000 of each gummy. That was six pulls. That's all you could get. Folks, this year we're getting 15 pulls for free. 15 pulls. Whoa. 15 pulls. And that, to me, on top of the material payouts in the solo milestones, on top of the resource payout in the AMS, I got to feel like this event is is like Christmas of 2020 quality. You guys remember Christmas of 20? We always compare back to Christmas of 20, Bubba. Or wait, was, yep. it, was it Christmas of 19 that was the stupid good one? Or No, it was 20. Christmas, no, that was the event store. When did we, it was 19, thank you, and honey. Do you remember, it was, it was not the event store, it was an actual Christmas event, and it just paid stupid gobs of stuff. I mean, crazy stuff. Yeah, it was, it was December of 19. This is a holiday event that kind of goes back and reminds me of December 19, and honey. This event is stupid good. Stupid good. So, you know, I did see a couple of comments where people were, you know, eh, I don't know what more you could ask for. I mean, we're talking, at, and, and this does scale by ops, but at my ops level, I could have walked away with 27,000 faction credits. I mean, what? All right. Or 6,400 independent credits. What? That, that's just... I'm in it. I'm in. Scopely. Good job. Good job on this. All right. Great job on Trek or Treat. Um, by the way, so let me give you your potential. Yes, you got four days. You got four days of faction hunt where each day of faction hunt is offering you 1,000 faction or 1,000 gummies, rather, sorry, 1,000 gummies per faction. Okay. So you've got uh, basically 4,000 gummies of each faction just from the faction hunt. Now, some people said, well, this is weird. I got 335 yesterday in the Armada event. Well, again, personally, yeah, Divine, I got you. Armadas were 335. Weird, right? A little bit weird. But here's what I was thinking. I was kind of hoping that yesterday we were going to get three different Armada events. That's what I was hoping, Bubba Joe. I was hoping, and I know that this would have really pissed players off, but it would have been worth it for the rewards. I wanted a solo milestone for Federation Armadas, a solo milestone for Romulan Armadas, and a solo milestone for Klingon Armadas. That's actually what I wanted. All right. But... Uh, well, I would have scaled by Armada type, but I, I agree. I wanted three Armada events. And that's what I would have liked. And therefore was the reason that I was thinking that we could end up with 7,000 for each faction. Because if you separated it that way, then you could have given 
another thousand gummies. That's not what we ended up getting. All right, we got one milestone. Any faction armada counted, and we got three hundred and thirty-five. All right, we got three hundred and thirty-five. Now the math makes sense to me. Okay, it's a third, folks. It's a third. So we got two days. We got a seven-day event. Right. We got four days of faction hunt. Boom, 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 boom. There's four gone. We got three days left. We got two days of armadas. Boom, boom. And we got one day of mining. Boom. All right. So we're going to get 300. This is my prediction anyway, Bubba. I think it stands to reason. Does anybody argue with the common sense of this? We're going to get 335 in the two armadas. That equals 670. Guess what you're going to get in the mining event? 330. Boom. Done. 1,000 of each gummy. All right. Which means you're going to get 5,000 total in this event. Um, 5,000 of each faction for free, by the way, you can buy more, but 5,000 what's wrong. What's wrong with my, I got perfect signal. I got three green bars. You guys having trouble? Anybody having trouble? Nope. Okay. All good. We're good. All right. So, uh, so 5,000 of each gummy or 15,000 gummies for free. And yes, you can buy more. You can buy more, but. If you want to buy more, it's a damn good event. <laughs> if you want to go buy more, you can't listen. You can't buy independent credits at this at this rate. Let, let's check. Actually, maybe you can. Let's check because there is a pack. There is a pack. Let's go find this pack very quickly. It is called the Ultra Independent Recruit Pack. Nope, it's a hundred dollars, and it gives nine thousand two hundred and fifty. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hundred dollars, ninety-two hundred and fifty. Now, if I come back over here, fifty gummies buys me three thousand redemptions. That's three cells. Nope, we're not going to get there, are we? Not going to get there. Okay. So, no. If you're going to spend, I don't think you spend money on this event, Bubba Joe. Is there a reason you would spend money? I think there's better sources, better packs for faction credits, and there's better packs for independent credits i guess the only reason you would spend on this event is if you wanted to buy reputation which that has never i mean that's not a thing you can't buy reputation so i guess you could buy a little bit of reputation with this event right that's the only reason you'd you spend. can buy a little bit of reputation that's about it that's, that's the only reason you would spend on this pack all right it's the only reason you'd spend on this but you know now raxnar says 41 million points is a good event i don't know what you're talking about what's 41 million points is that your milestone for the hostels? Uh, uh, 51, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so hang on. Let me check, let me check something here. <clears throat> uh, and, and by the way, you, you clearly missed the part, Raxnar, where I talked about that 52 plus, 52 plus have got a little bit of an issue with their milestones. I don't, dis, I don't disacknowledge that. Uh, they got a little bit of issue. You're going to have to spend more time. All right, as an Ops 51, you can still do it. You're just going to have to grind more hostels. It's not going to cost you any more, and you are still making Tritanium. You're profiting on the event, but definitely, it's definitely a time sink. Uh, it's definitely a time sink. Uh, more so than it would be for some of the lower Ops level players. But yeah, we, we did touch on that. I got you. I got you, boy. All right, I, I definitely uh, brought your pains and your concerns to light. Uh, but it, but, uh, but overall, I mean, really truthfully, you've got more time in it, Raxnar, but for, for dag on near most players. All right. Like all, 
I don't want to say all players. But let me ask you, do you find that this event is good? I mean, just good. Great. Awesome. Bubba Joe's not listening. Be ready. Well, I thought that was a general question. I didn't know it was directed to me. Yeah, no, no. I mean, Ragnar is really is honing in on the on the faction hunt milestones, which I get. I get they're 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 really tough for fifty two plus. Okay, I acknowledge that. But but still, you look at the gummies. You look at the overall payouts. The resources and materials look phenomenal. The faction credits are just bonkers, and the independent credits are bonkers. There's there's no other path in the game other than just dropping 100 bucks at a time where you can earn this much stuff over the span of, of seven days. Like, no, I mean, no. the, rewards are actually, the rewards are actually very good, and I was glad to see that. But, yeah, it takes me much longer to do it. <laughs> well, um, for, for players, like I said, 51 and down, I feel like they're, they're probably on the, on the side of this where they're sitting back and just just banking some big time rewards for very little effort. Uh, I do feel bad for the fifty two plus, and I did pass it up, Bob. Yeah. I did pass it up. I just didn't. I, I, they obviously did not iterate this quickly enough. Um, That's okay. And 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 we've always said that some events are better for some players than others, and we've routinely said the faction hunt makes a lot more sense to uh, free-to-play and lower ops players than it did to higher ops players. So that's not necessarily unusual. Not, not That's being represented here as well. That's okay. I, I enjoyed the rewards. I enjoy the thematic parts of it. I love the gummies. I think you've made fun of them before, but I love the I art thought they the were a little so, cheesy last year, but they are fun. They are fun. And they're Halloween right. candy, so like it's awesome, right? It's Halloween game. Right. So 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 the event is good. I just think that the milestone with the the change of Chen not working, and and this is a general comment. It doesn't have anything to do specifically to this and it's a general comment. I hope Scopely is thinking about the fact that there is no Chen unless they're making one next arc. But um there is no Chen <laughs> to be able to offset the fact that people are and I don't think that's happening. Were you way. were you really pining for a hint? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, uh, honestly, I don't think we're getting a chin. I don't. I think this is just what it's going to be. You're going to have to get ten hostels per hole, and that's just what you're going to get because yeah. of the crews. They're going to be locked in. But anyway, they just need to reexamine what that looks like because yeah. fifty with PMC is completely different than fifty without. Oh, I agree. I agree absolutely. Um, so there you go. Trek or treat. I don't want to spend much more time. We actually went over our 10 minute mark, but Hey, it, good event. I think it's, I, I'm glad that people are having fun. It is quirky. It's fun. Uh, you've got armadas, uh, for again, people, uh, asking about the 335. My expectation is you got 335 in each of the two armada events, and you're going to get 330 in the mining event that you're going to get on day four, which is tomorrow. Now, uh, very quickly, I do want to hone in on days five, six, and seven. All right, very quickly, if I may, because uh, I, I definitely I, I need to move on. Day five, you've got an alliance leaderboard, an alliance leaderboard, not an AMS. So days one and two, you had an AMS. Day three and four, you got an AMS. Day five, six, and seven is a seventy-two hour leaderboard for your alliance, an alliance leaderboard, which I told you was going to have. Uh, rewards that I personally believe there's going to be a lot of players very, very interested in. 
okay? Uh, I am not yet prepared to be able to tell you what that is. I've asked Scopely to let me. They still have not. Um, so you got the ALB, and it will be based on power, okay? It'll be based on power. So just like what we've seen throughout Wharf, it's going to be based on power, where guns and research and, you know, buildings and all that stuff. So uh, my advice was to position yourself to where you can do some power if you choose, okay? V-Ready, you had mentioned last month, start stuff early, right? Save some speed-ups. I don't think I would do that here because you, as an individual, may not want to participate in this ALB. Again, you're going to have to decide on it as a team and whether or not the majority of the team or even a few members of the team that you're willing to push for uh, are going to need these rewards. So I don't think I, I would position myself to get ready to do some big power if you want to, but I don't think I would start those guns today just in the name of saving some speed ups because you may decide you don't want these rewards. Okay. Not everybody is going to, is going to need them. Okay. Let me just be clear. Not everybody's going to need them. Um, some people are really, really going to be happy that they're there. So, um, just position yourself to be ready if you want. Now, on the other hand, day five and six, day five and yeah, here's V ready. Here's why you don't want to do that because on day five, the same day that the ALB for power begins, you've got a material spend solo leaderboard. You got an auction for the USS Constellation skin. For whatever reason, that itself was not in the news center. Now, if you watched our Halloween video, we told you it's a material spend SLB. It is a straight up normal back in the day auction. All right. For the USS Jellyfish or the USS Constellation Jellyfish skin. It is a solo leaderboard. It will be bracketed. I have no idea what the brackets are going to look like. I hope they're not atrocious. I don't know. But that is a material spend solo leaderboard. Um, and that is going to run for 48 hours. All right, 48 hours at the front end of the ALB. Swagger says, will it have an SMS component? Not that I'm aware of, okay? <clears throat> Not that I'm aware of. This is solo leaderboard only, uh, and that is for the, uh, for the jellyfish skin. Now, on day five also, you will have another faction hunt. That'll be faction hunt number three. Day six, another Armada day with another 335. Um, gummies, which should round you out at a thousand gummies, because you're going to get 335 from uh, Armadas yesterday, uh, then Armadas on day six, and you got mining tomorrow, mining on Thursday. Uh, that is going along with Ghost Day. All right. Now, just as an FYI, again, I put all this stuff in a video. Just go watch the video. Ghost is not giving gummies. Ghost is just a fun cloaking event. Uh, it's probably going to have some good material and resource uh, rewards in there, but it won't be related to gummies, just so you guys know. So don't stress about the gummies if you don't have cloaking. That's not a, that's not a gummy event, okay? Uh, then on day seven, you got Faction Hunt again, <clears throat> and that'll wrap you up on your fourth day of Faction Hunt. So day five and six is a solo leaderboard auction style on material spent. Now, I urge caution here okay for players who it, this Bubba Joe is exactly what you were talking about in the very last show okay players are going to have to 
be careful and choose what they may want to invest in. Why do I say that? Why would I say that, Bubba Joe? Like, let's transition now into our grading of the arc. This past month, we saw a clear and intentional effort at auction replacement for officers. Very quickly, let's just, let's cover the bullet points. What did it require? What did it require? Material spend. Material spend. And were those auctions? Uh, no. <clears throat> no, they were milestones. And if you missed those milestones, you were out. Okay? I mean, you could make up, but you had to do it with cash. Had to do it with cash. Okay? So, we have a material spend auction coming up on day five for a jellyfish skin that some players really, really want. I urge those players to think carefully. I'm not saying don't do it. By no means am I saying don't do it. If you want that skin, be ready. This is the first time that skin's been out, what, Bubba Joe, in nine months? If you want that skin, <laughs> you better you better get it because who knows when it's coming back. It's been nine months since the last run. But, but we know that some type, whether it's auction or like duality offered, material spend milestones, there is material spend built into every arc, every month, for all time, forever. Okay. Uh, the jellyfish skin is a damaged skin, Biggs. It's the same skin that came out during the TOS arc. Okay, so it's the it's the same one right here. So again, all I'm saying is you got a material sink event coming up. You can dump your heart and soul into it if you want, but if you do that, if you do that, there's a high degree of likelihood that you may find yourself in the hole going into next month. Now Roger says old auctions are better. Ooh. 98% of players are going to disagree with you, Roger. <laughs> All right. Lots of people going to disagree with you. All right. <clears throat> the old auctions typically cost more, paid less, and did not offer any free-to-play, any type of real opportunity. So let's talk about duality, Bubba Joe. Let's transition in. Big, big countries should be joining us here in about 10, 15 minutes. We've, we've probably sufficiently stalled. <laughs> do you, well, do you, do you, just real quick on the, on the jelly auction, are they going to do the milestone like they do with other auctions now? I can't tell you that. I don't know. It's okay. not in my notes. Let me just put it that way. It is not in my notes. It says SLB. Okay. All right. So I do not want you to count on a milestone mechanic. All right, don't, so don't the, count on the, it. Okay, so the second question I have is, are they going to block players who have the skin from scoring in the event? All right, let me read you a comment that I got earlier this morning. I don't even remember where it was. It might have even been in a PM. Maybe let me check here real quick. Uh, I got a message. If you're the player that read that sent this message, then I need you to speak up. They said, man, I know that we're due for a hint today, which is true. Um, I would really like for the hint uh, to be to tell us whether or not jellyfish uh, constellation owners would be eliminated from the new SLB. Because after all, Bubba Joe, 
if they're not eliminated, then how can they not participate? You know what I'm saying? Because you've got you've got a domination style or a power gain style ALB going on. And listen, some big players are going to want to push for that. All right, some players are definitely going to want to push for the ALB. So how do they do that? By not spending materials and staying out of the jelly refit leaderboard. That that would be pretty tough, right? Bubba, can you <laughs> can you generate massive amounts of power without spending materials? Hmm. No. Probably pretty tough. All right, pretty tough. So I don't know who it was that that made that comment. Uh, they said that they wanted that to be the hint. So I decided, sure, why not? <laughs> it, 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 it gets me off the hook, really, Bubba Joe. It gets me off the hook because I don't have to prepare any other hints. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's, no, no, DJ. No. <laughs> Uh, no. I want, I want Ripper's hint instead. <laughs> no. Uh, that's if that's you, just mean. <laughs> if you already own, I am totally cheating. Hey, listen, it was player. A player brought it up to me. I'm just, I'm doing what the community asked. Uh, no, if you already own the jelly skin, you will not see the solo leaderboard for the Constellation skin. Uh, and kudos, by the way, to Scopely for handling that proactively and not reactively, since it is the first time, Bubba, we are going to see this in nine months. All right. So, um, yes, players who currently own the Constellation skin will not see the solo leaderboard, which means they will not hurt anybody else by competing in the ALB. So there's your, there's your hint. <laughs> uh, can there's... I ask, can I ask for a hint? Uh, yeah, of course. What what hint do you want? I I want to know how many how many, like, how many ranks with rewards are available in the leaderboard for forty six plus. I don't know. Do you know already? Does, no, I does, don't. That's why the, I'm asking. Does the event thing? So, how do your events work? Like, how soon do you get the data? When they go live in game. Not till they go live, so we don't even get to. We can't. We can't glean mm -hmm. in. No, I don't know. I honestly don't I'm sure know. that's how hints work. What? Y'all asked for the hint. I gave you the hint. <laughs> honestly, I want to know because, you know, if it's like the la the same as last time, there was like three spots. And was like... I don't know. I, I of course, have asked them to, to just give away the farm. As a matter of fact, so you guys knew that I was pretty giddy uh, coming into the show. I was riding a little bit of a high. Ain't going to lie. I was pretty... It was pretty good mood. I was listening to music. I was clapping my hands. I was getting, I was getting pretty jazzed. I'll tell you why. Ripper knows why. Ripper knows why. Because less than an hour before, Ripper and I stepped out of our November uh, ARC meeting. All right. We stepped out of our November ARC meeting less than an hour before the show. I feel good. I feel good about it. Um... And there, you know, Ripper, we've talked about this before, and I don't really want to talk in riddles, but we've talked about before that people don't know. Like, they see the final product. They see what Scopely comes out with. There's a lot of times that you guys don't know what they start with. All right? A lot of times you guys don't know what they start with. Ripper, and, and shout out to official moderator Caution, who was there with us today. Um... I do have a real hint for you guys. Oh, my dear Lord, don't be all upsetty about it. I've got a real hint later. 
Um, but Caution and Ripper and uh, Snake Eyes and myself, we implement. We we were. How do I say this, Rip? We were successfully able to change their mind about something, and the community will be better for it. Let me just put it that way. Is that a, is that an okay thing to say, Ripper? That's okay. I mean, say. I mean, let's just decide if the community is better for it after it actually happened. <laughs> Ultras are back, baby. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally lying. I promise, I'm lying. That's He's not, not lying. I'm. I, what? I'm lying. <laughs> it's not ultras. I already told him it wasn't going to be ultras. <laughs> I already told him it wasn't going to be ultras. Uh, yeah, they're not. They're not using ultras again. But I will tell you that they they were doing something different, and and the player players came to the community's rescue, and and Scopely's going to do it. And you know what? Shout out and kudos to the Arc Runner. Who decided to, to hear us out? Who decided to say, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it that way. Fine. Now, we'll see, like Ripper says, <laughs> we'll see what the event turns out to be. That's probably, I almost said too much. We'll see what the event turns out to be. All right. Uh, I hope that we, didn't, that we didn't make things bad. All right. I don't, think, I don't think that there's a way it could be bad. Well, no, I guess there is. Anyway, duality, October. Bubba Joe, let's start with you. <laughs> I got to stop here. Before, I'm, I'm talking myself into a hole. I can't say what I really want to say. I want to tell you. I can't. Bubba, let's talk about duality. All right. I got to okay. stop here. We got to change topics. Changing it up. All right. That's right, Gator. If November is bad, I'll take the blame. As a matter of fact, Ripper even said that. Ripper even said that. If this I turns, did. He did. He said in the meeting, if this turns out bad, we'll just blame DJs. All right. He said that. It's okay. It's probably not going to be false. It's probably a real thing. Could be bad. Same. You know what? Good idea. Good idea. Let me go get a beer, and let's take a commercial break. All right? We'll be right back. When we come back, we're actually going to review this arc the way we should have been doing for the last 45 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, duality (laughs) (laughs) and our final grades. Bubba, do we even have time? We don't have time. Final grades uh, and discussion coming up for October. We're all done. (laughs) We're done, everybody. (laughs) Time for grades. Uh, This is coming up right after the break. Don't go anywhere. We got more. And uh, also, by the way, a quick update on super highways that we have discovered since launching our video. We'll tell you about that coming up on the other side of this break as well. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be right back. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from PMS Brand Waterbeds. PMS Waterbeds retain more water longer than other leading brands. Introducing Supply Chain Barbie, the children's toy that may not arrive on time for Christmas. What's going on? Supply Chain Barbie comes in her own shipping container that's just left the factory. Bye-bye now. Bye. But a shortage of workers and a surplus of regulations has left her stuck offshore for weeks. I think I need a break. Okay. Supply Chain Barbie doesn't come with a Corvette because under Joe Biden, gas prices keep going up. With, uh, I don't know. uh, And with basic home goods stuck on the dock, Barbie's dream house does not have any toilet paper. Oh my gosh, my cheeks are killing me. Supply Chain Barbie. Order online today and cross your fingers. Crane operator cancels everything. The horses are in the gate and we are all set in the mask fight derby. And they're off. 
Where's Your Mask comes out early, followed by Why Do I Need One? and It's the Law. And as we hit turn one, it's Who Made You Sheriff? followed by I'm Just Doing My Job and Show Me a Study That Says They Work. On to the backstretch now, where Do You Even Have a Mask? is followed by None of Your Business and I'm Gonna Have to Ask You to Leave. And now it's This Is BS, followed by Rules Are Rules and Screw You! And down the stretch they come! This Is BS is growing stronger, and now here comes Right Hook from out of nowhere! I'm Just Doing My Job doesn't seem to matter! And as we hit the wire, it's Right Hook, followed by This Is BS and Screw You! A shocking finale nobody saw coming, but Right Hook takes it in an upset. Literally. with duality we're having a good time with october of 2021 it's been an absolutely fun month bubba joe i think that's a good way to put it i like describing duality as uh as a fun month it felt rewarding it uh it paid out well uh there was mechanics uh, that were seemingly available to all players. A couple of couple of hiccups with with communication, um, as as always. Uh, but but overall, really felt like a satisfying arc to me. Uh, I want to to break in here. So we've got our panelists. We got Bubba Joe. We got Rip, and we got Captain Mark. Big Country should be joining us momentarily. Um, <clears throat> these are the panelists that we're going to be uh, speaking to today, and I have promised. A moderator role. I have promised to let them talk about their points, uh, agree or disagree. I might offer a little commentary, but I want them to drive it. You guys kind of know how I feel about it. I've been talking about it for a month, Bubba Joe. Um, There's a lot of things I really like. There's one or two things that I did not. I feel pretty solid about it. Uh, we will also be taking some of your comments as well. So if you've got something, um, you can message it to one of our moderators. I'm not a thousand percent sure who's here. Stevens Aaron is changing tires at the moment. Um, but message, <clears throat> message one of our moderators or message me, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll bring you up to the stage. Bubba Joe, I want to start with you. Uh, let's, uh, what I asked the panelists to do was to pick two or three things on your list because you said, and Big agreed, you guys even wanted to go two shows, right? You said there is so much Correct. to talk about, like literally so much to do that it might need to be two shows. I didn't really want to do that. We might end up having to, uh, given the time. But let's start. Number one bullet point for you, Bubba Joe. What do you got? 
Well, it's hard for me to do anything other than G5 expansion. Didn't Big ask the, you to wait till he got here for that one? <laughs> well, so he did. But it has to be my number one. And, I, and I'll hold results. I'll talk about something else. But I, the, the G5 expansion was a huge expansion for any player who was Ops 50. Um, it's it's obviously exposing uh, their plans, or at least the plans they they had now uh, regarding the Enterprise D. Uh, so that's, you know, all of that is, uh, you know, they, they, they've opened that up. And allowed players to continue to explore, and I think that. Uh, um, but I, I'll, I'll reserve the commentary on the economy uh, for when Big's here because he obviously wants to, to talk about that. But I think that the big point is that what they did in in expanding what's out there for uh, uh, for G five in terms of new missions, in terms of the ships, in terms of having one minor instead of three, having it be first instead of second. Um, yeah. All of that is was architected very well. Um, uh, the 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 rep required to get to the first uncommon ship, the rep required to get to the minor. Um, you know, granted, the Chen change was we all knew was coming. We so did. No one. I mean, people can complain, but no one can say, "Hey, I just I hate G five because you know I can't use Chen." No, you can't. That's not. We all knew this change to Chen was coming. So and it had been announced many many months before they actually implemented it. So this is this is a welcome addition to the game. It allows progression. Um, uh, the events were all uh, almost all of the events were ready to go out of the box. You know we did have the one first weekend where we didn't have cosmic cleanup, uh, but they made that up to us. You know, uh, and then I was there a hiccup with uh, there was a hiccup with Parabellum with Parabellum they made that yeah, up to you, us. Yeah, you got that one back. Yep. So, so, but you know, they updated uh, Latinum Monday for the G5. Like, you know, all these things that used to take forever. It's like, oh, yeah, we got G5 things. Maybe we should put that in here. Hey, we got G5 ships. Maybe we should give them points in Faction Hunt for tearing them up. Things like that that didn't happen very right away and took a while to get done. All were ready to go out of the box. It's like they've learned all the things that they potentially did wrong with G4 and. And really had a very smooth G5 launch. And I was very happy about that. We'll talk about the economy when Big gets here. But just the launch and inclusion and wrapping G5 into the arc was done exceptionally well. Uh, I, I agree. I'm, not, I'm obviously not a G5 player. But every, everybody that I've talked to has talked about uh, those things that you're mentioning there. That there was... You know, we've been saying this for, for <laughs> how many years, Bubba? Being proactive instead of reactive. I don't know what in the ever-living hell is going on in Scopely HQ, but for this entire month, they were so ridiculously proactive on everything. Reactive where they needed to be, but so proactive on G5. The events, the mining Monday, the Parabellum, the the Armada chest, you know, and 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 it was clear that they thought about a lot of that, right? So some of the stuff, Bubba, that they had to be reactive about, like for example, the G four Armada chest, that was one that they missed, and 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 it was slightly concerning on Arcfall Day because it was immediate, right? It was the first thing, so we're thinking, uh, you know, oh my goodness, how much stuff are we going to have to go back through and fix throughout the month? 
But crazy enough, that was one thing that they had missed. They didn't miss a heck of a lot. I mean, really, truthfully, I can think of three things. The G4 Armada chest, which was fixed in 20 minutes. The Parabellum, which was immediately identified, but made up to you on another day because of scheduling issues. And and then uh, the Cosmic Cleanup. I didn't even know they made that one up to you. Did they actually make that up? I didn't think you all would care about a makeup on that. No, I, you're right. They didn't make it up to us, but they did have it in time for the next weekend. So, yeah. I mean, they did fix it in time. Yeah, they fixed it. Uh, and and I can't I can't think of I can't think of anything else uh, that that was missed. And there was a lot that could have been missed: bundles, packs, uh, rewards, chests. I mean, it, it, all kinds of stuff could have gotten overlooked, and it felt like they literally had a good solid list that they went down ladies and gentlemen uh welcoming to our panel who had had a work thing had a real life thing (laughs) oh god like who has something more important than this show big country is here welcome into the welcome into the show buddy um i'm so glad you're here your timing is great because bubba was just bursting at the seams he could not wait anymore bubba joe has already brought up g5 as being the number one thing that he loved about this arc. Now, uh, he did not go into economy just yet because we know that this is where you wanted to talk. Um, so let me let me just step back. Big Country, in response to Bubba Joe saying that G5 is just the bee's knees, the best thing that has ever happened to this game. Bubba Joe, okay. am, I, am I exaggerating? Can I, can I classify, can I quantify your comments as G5 is the most fun you've had in this game in the last three years? Uh, maybe not in the last three years, but it is definitely one. It's the most fun I've had this year for certain. Okay. I will, I will say that. Big Country, your commentary. I mean, no, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, like, like I said, I think they did a great job. They've obviously opened up the, uh, you know, the galaxy and put in a lot more missions. There's been, able to do a lot of you know a lot of exploring that you haven't been able to do in you know in a while so that's you know that's good um you know but i i'm not sure you know like i said i, I don't i don't know like why does why are you saying that it's like I, i'm just curious like in terms are you just saying like the economy is is like that that much better if they delivered well on the g5 i don't don't want to make it a whale show so i definitely don't want to spend a lot i just want to kind of get an understanding of what i'm walking into (laughs) oh so what we what we talked about and what i brought up was that you know the launch was smooth they introduced they showed us where the enterprise d was going to be they gave us new ships a new miner a singular miner that's going to work for all the factions um the the events all seem to tie into g5 levels for the most part um, and like they updated the mining Monday and they gave us para- a make a parabellum when they noticed it was supposed to be the launch of G five and what was there seemed fulfilling is, is okay. what we, and I, I steered very clear from anything to talk about rewards, costs, anything well, like that, cause I know we wanted to have it. Yeah. Let's there. get into that now. B- Big's here. Okay. So, so go ahead with your, with your economy talk, you guys go ahead. Yeah. So I, listen, I, to me, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily, agree that they nailed it. I don't. I think that they missed the mark 
you know, which is something that we've kind of said on a regular basis. I think that there is uh, still room for opportunity that they were, you know, were, were just off the mark. I know that they increased the events, and, and, and I, I totally get that. So when I look at a level, so for myself, I'm a level 52. So I'm two levels, you know, into the 50. So if I look at a level 40, okay, that's two levels in, a level 42. If they do a ship event, okay, they get enough par still. They could do a ship, they can do eight ship events, okay, complete eight ship events and be able to upgrade a dry dock at the same level. I have to do 10 events to be able to upgrade same dry dock, you know, at my level, two, two. When I look at, like, what's in the pack, okay, at a level 42, I can get a station pack, buy one station pack, and be able to upgrade eight dry docks with the amount of par steel if I'm a level 42. At a level 52, you can buy one station pack and upgrade one dry dock. You know, so it's like... Um, so, can, so hang on. Well, so uh, Hang on. Okay. Hang on. Let, me, let, me come to, let me come to Ripper first. Ripper, go ahead. Go ahead. A, a 42 cannot upgrade a single building with the rewards they get from a ship event. Not even no, close. I, not even 10. Not even okay, 15. You're, okay, you're... No, no, you misunderstood. I'm sorry. I, I didn't word it right. That if they do a ship event and they complete eight ship events, they can, if they complete eight, eight ship events, they get enough par seal in those eight ship events to complete a dry dock. For me, I have to do 10 before I'm able to do I, a dry I dock. I don't think that's true. Okay, I mean that's well. No, I, right, and, and in no, in fairness, and, and big, I got you on this. Big, big did a yeah. ton of data diving. Like he created a, a channel uh, in in a Discord, and probably there was other Discords that I didn't even get to see. I mean, there maybe I'm missing what ship event you're talking about, but it was uh, you were looking at the was it the leaderboard? Big the I, SLB? No, I I didn't do any leaderboards because it was, I don't feel like a leaderboard. You can't count on winning the leaderboard every time. Right. It was so it was a heroic, on a heroic event. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so eight heroics versus ten. I there there obviously is a little bit of imbalance there, but I yeah. think the larger imbalance is probably not the two events, mass tag, but probably what it takes to complete those events. Right. Like. Is too no. That's that is true. That's a it's it's much harder to complete those events. But I don't I don't want to necessarily say that because I'm just I, you know I'm not going to just say you know to complete an event for a 52 is harder to complete an event for a 42. I, I can't right. quantify that all the time. Now I, I want to come back to something different. Uh, I want to come over to uh, the pack. You had said that uh, a $100 pack gives enough steel to do eight buildings? Eight dry docks. Uh, see, I can't do a dock right now. Um, yeah. 
So at a 42, a dry dock is, let's just say it's like 3.8 billion. Now, of course, some people are going to have better research. So, but it's around, let's just say it's around 4 billion for one dry dock at a level 42. All right, let's use this one. Nothing better. He, he's got one here in the chat. A level 42 dry dock for him. And, and I like, I, I'd like to use this one because he's well-researched. He's, he's more efficient. So he's, he's looking good there. Nothing better says my level 42 dry dock is 3.3 billion parts steel. Now, he's at 42. Uh, I don't know, Ripper, do the, do the packs change between 41 and 42? Because I'm looking right now at my ultra station. Go ahead. I think they, they go change. up every one. Okay. At level 41, where I am right now, I've got 30 billion steel. That's at Ops 41. So big is not, listen, it sounds kind of crazy. Big is not off the mark here. Okay. I currently have 30 billion steel in my Ops 41 Ultra Station upgrade pack. And nothing better is saying that it's $3.3 billion to do one dock. All right? His math at eight docks is accurate. Okay? 30 divided by 3.3, it's actually nine, big. <laughs> All right? It's nine. All right? And you take a look at the, le- at the level 42 Ultra Station Upgrade Pack. All right? They're actually getting $32 billion to my $30 billion. So they, it, well, it's still probably... Still probably nine or ten. Okay. Now, Mastec, we're just we're just kind of throwing a comparison. All right. Who has eight yeah. docks? You only got five. But but the the point is what what he is Yeah, what the, the point that he's making is hey, if a hundred dollars buys me eight buildings, all right, should a hundred dollars be enough to do more than one building at Ops fifty three. Now, I do want to take you back, big. I want to take you back so, yeah. to, to Ops 40. Go ahead, Bubba. Yeah, please. Yeah, so so that's what an Ops 42 has today. I can guarantee you we were not getting a billion steel in the pack at 42 back when 42, back when it first launched. We weren't getting billions of steel until you were up above north of 44. So you weren't getting 20 billion steel in a pack. You were getting maybe one. And we have far more efficiency now than we did then. You did not. You spent many, many, many packs, and the events didn't get anywhere close to the amount that you were needing to do. So I don't think that's – I get that what your point – the point you're making is, okay, well, today for a 42 is different, but it's nowhere close to that's the way it was when it launched. So for what you're saying then, Bubba, is for early adopters, for early adopters of a new expansion where Scopely has admitted and has openly said – we are charging more. We're charging a premium. There is early access here for the people who want it and want it now. It's going to cost more. And and we saw that all throughout G4 territory. Like when G4 launched all the way up to now. Now, the the correlation that I want to draw is not necessarily to 2 years in to G4 territory big, although it is a valid comparison. Your dollar's just as cool oh. as my dollar. All right. Yep. But uh, the correlation that Big is drawing is to a forty, you know, a forty-two today to a fifty-two today, without taking into account th- that there's two years of premium content scaling there. Uh, Big, let me ask you to to Bubba's point. 
the introduction of G5, because this has been my observation, and as I've said, I've not been there, but my observation and, and even what I've put in some of the videos and what I have said uh, because of the information that players like Ska and Gregor and, and Bubba have provided oh. is that G5, as far as a day one launch, offers players, of course, they can spend, right? Of course, they can spend. But it also yep. offers players a realistic path to obtain rewards or a realistic path to unlock this or a realistic dare i say grinder's path in g5 that was non-existent in g4 when g4 launched you were looking at what baba joe uh, just to pull a number out of a hat you were looking at like 18 months to earn enough steel to do one warehouse right like that's what we used to joke about is that there was no natural progression the only progression was to swipe a card like go back two years go back two years and and the only progression that existed 40 plus was to pay money now some uh of the g5 players still do feel that way big i think that's what you're driving at right like you feel that the, the path of progression is still too expensive some other players are saying, you know what, this does feel better because at least I can see a path to something. Now, Jonathan Ingram writes in the chat, he's he's with Big. He says, I don't know, man, the grinder's path to using G5, uh, like there's not enough here to do G5 content free to play. You know what I'm Is saying? Is that really true? Like what's the expectation? Is the expectation that you, you can do one ops level a month because that's probably not what they want or expect i don't know what they actually expect i know they did not expect us to have a level 60 today but we do <laughs> do you we? Know, i thought you said we did didn't neo hit 60 like yesterday I, the, the last update i have is neo is 59 oh she's knocking on the door everybody by the way shout out neo tech Oh, yeah, Neo oh, is Neo 60. 60. Okay. Yeah, she's 60. She uh, hit. Yeah, that, that was, last update was from yesterday that I... Yeah, it's like like within the last like 16 hours or something. I heard about it, I think, like early this morning, like overnight. Um, So, yeah, crazy. By the way, shout out Neotech. I know she's not a super social person. I would love to talk to her one day. I really would. I, if you're friends with her, you know how to get her. I would love. We've had Scott on this show. Scott loves stopping by. He's actually talked about when we can do it again. Uh, I would love to talk to Neo. Neo is just mind blowing. Neo is just mind blowing. Her and Scott have got this. I don't even want to say it's a competition, but it is kind of a fun little thing between them to see, you know, who was going to get where first. Uh, Neo is the first sixty. On the well, other some hand, people are saying now that <clears throat> Ska built the first rare ship. DJs, people are still saying 59. Oh, she's still 59? Whoa. Uh-oh. So, yeah, well, so, listen, give her 24 hours. <laughs> All right? Give her I mean, 24 it's, hours. It's getting, it's getting there. <clears throat> it's getting there. And, and, and regardless, she's a 59, folks. Regardless, if a 59 or 60, either one's freaking impressive. Definitely first 59 in the in the game. She was the first 59. She'll be the first 60. 
And and to that point, let's talk about first uh first other first, all right? Ska built the first Nova. He built the first Uncommon, and today, folks, he built the first Rare. All right? He's got it. He built it. He showed off pictures earlier. He's got it. All right? So, yeah, I don't think – I okay, I'm not saying anything else about it. He got it. He built the ship. All right? Beyond that, I won't say anything else. Scopely still hasn't, hasn't told us that we can talk to you about those Rare ships yet. All right? Why? Why, big country? Because they didn't expect anybody to have one yet. Nobody was supposed to have it yet. All right, Neo, you're not supposed to be a 60. <laughs> Ska, you're not supposed to be at 4 billion rep. <laughs> you're not supposed to be there. You guys are machines. You guys are crazy. I love you. You're a great kind of crazy. An amazing crazy. Scopely loves your kind of crazy. <laughs> All right? You guys are just awesome. All right? But yes, that that's the thing. So now let me let me put this in in a piece of equation, Bubba Joe, and big. Uh and then we can move on from this cuz there's a lot more we got to get to. Um Ska or Neo, neither one. They were not 50 within 30 days of G4 launch. Does that maybe paint the perspective possibly a little bit better, Bubba Joe and, and Big? I mean, because obviously G4 was all about spending cash, all right? And G5 could be argued the same thing. Money grab, cash grab, although I do think the content looks better. It, it, it feels more thought out, but it's still expensive. No doubt it's going to be expensive. The ships look expensive. We, we already said Bubba Joe 53 looks like the, the first significantly major financial hurdle in G5 land. Ops 53 is going to be a tough one to hit. All right. Yes. Um, is it possible that we can kind of just real broadly just kind of get a quick temperature check at G4 compared to G5 considering we, we have a level 60 in 30 days? Considering we've got a level 56 ship in 2020. What was the day of the launch of the Ark? It wasn't even the first of the month. It was October 5th, folks. In 22 days, we've got our first rare ship. And in, and in 22 days, well, let's say 23 or 24, we're going to have a level 60. So G5 has to be cheaper than G4, doesn't it? Certainly seems that Comparatively way. Comparatively to G4 launch, yes. I mean, Ska wasn't a fifty in in twenty two days. Neo wasn't a wasn't a fifty in twenty two days. I don't think they've spent more getting to those levels now in the fifties than they did in the forties when it came out. Fallopian Relative. says people are exponentially less caring about their spend. I don't know, man. I kind of disagree with that. I mean, I know that Ska's now kind of doing it for fun, right? Like, he's kind of, like, at this point, it's just like one of those things, like, let's see if I can do it, right? But, but, I I don't think, I really don't think that that he takes enjoyment out of just lighting stacks of, of $100 bills on fire. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I, he's not, he's not, 
He's getting some. He's buying packs. He's performing progression based on those packs. And I mean, ha having that much money available to spend means he's not an idiot. This <laughs> is true. Possibly. Well, I say possibly. Anybody who spends like he does on a video game, you know, you, you well, we've talked about <laughs> we've, you've got entertainment. It is entertainment. It is entertainment. And I'm not, I, obviously, I love him to death. I do think he's just nutso. I've told him before. I'm like, my God. Like, but, but you know what? He, he, get, this is more his entertainment than the game. The, what we're doing right here and now. His community, all right, being talked about, being the god of Star Trek Fleet Command, because make no mistake, he is. He is. But Scott didn't inherit the money, okay? Oh, I stop know that. it. Stop it. Okay. Scott's actually a very hardworking individual. But this is why he does it. He's infamous. He's literally famous in this game. He is. Neo has a system named after it. Scott's got one too, I think, doesn't he? He's got one. Mm. Doesn't he? I think. No, maybe not. Mm -hmm. Next thing is going to be the USS Scarporin. Okay? That's your event ship coming up in the first quarter, everybody, just to let you know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, I th if, if I were looking at it, all right, and I'm a social guy like he is, all right, he's, he's social. He does enjoy talking in public he talks to the community he enjoys this fame all right neo on the other hand is the exact opposite she's very quiet she doesn't talk to very many people even people on her own server in her own alliance they indicate that she's quiet she doesn't talk to a whole lot of people all right she doesn't do this for the fame she does it for the gameplay all right ska i think and we can talk to him about it one day but i think he i think this is just as much fun for him being asked on podcasts, being asked on shows, being you know sharing his videos, he has a great deal of fun with that. That's why he does it. So I don't think it's because he blew ten times as much money. I think that he probably spent. I mean, he was clear with me, Bubba. We we talked about this before it ever came out. Ripper, you and I had this conversation as well. If G five came out and cost. 10 times or 100 times what G4 cost, what was the consensus, Bubba? Ain't doing it. We weren't going to do it. Nope. Ain't flipping doing it. Well, they did it. So clearly, it didn't cost 100 times. Now, that being said, I'm going to come back to Big's point because I don't, I don't want to lose his point. This is his opinion and, and his game. Uh, his gameplay surrounds this. Is big. Let me ask you what you would have liked to have seen done better, so that we can. We'll, then we'll move on to something else. If the economy fell short for you, where did it fall short, and what do what do you feel can be done to fix it? Um, yeah, I just you know once again, I just think that the the ratio needs to be closer. You know, not as out of whack. To me, it was like it was like out of whack, and we didn't even talk about the ship costs and and i don't you know whether we're gonna discuss that or not but i mean that i mean the ship cost was like way out of whack you know and it wasn't even close and you know and i know you know we had discussions and the same thing we have a different 
viewpoint, but I think Stokely, you know, came back and they changed it, you know, which to me kind of, I felt like, hey, that kind of, I meant that I was like closer to being, you know, what I feel like correct about the view on it. But regardless, like I said, it, I, I just think, you know, when it's the ratio that it is where it's like eight to one or, you know, some of the numbers that I came up with as I was comparing them, you know, where similar levels can do X number and 50, you know, plus can't do anything close to it. You know, whether it was 13 to two, you know, four to one, eight to one, you know, as you look at like different buildings or different researches that I just felt like the, the, the gap should have been closer, you know, that they were not, that the that their estimate on what the economy was was not accurate. That they were off the mark. Okay. All right. I'm not saying it's one to one. Just remember that. Straight. I don't want to say. I'm not saying it's one to one. Just like with the officers, I'm not saying every person should get the officers. What I'm saying is that I don't think it's as close. I think it needs to be closer. That they missed the mark. Okay. It, it can never be. It can never be one to one because there's an acceleration curve in, mm-hmm. in the. You know, I, I do. I do think. And then yeah, because going we're, progression we're... down again, so so people don't hit the the content ceiling too quickly. I do think. Yeah, I do think that there. I mean, G four is two years now, so I, I agree with Ripper. I don't think it, it should be one to one, but could it be better? I mean, God, obviously, it could always be better. Uh, all right, so l- let's let's talk about our next thing because I've only got about 30, 40 minutes left. Uh, and we've covered basically one topic. Uh, Big, what's next on your list uh, regarding duality? Good or bad? What, what's next on your list? Um, no, I, th- I think once again, I feel like, you know, that they, they did a lot of new stuff, you know, and I always appreciate that. I feel like, you know, that the, you know, whether the officer sorting was, was much better, they gave much better opportunity for, you know, players to attain both epics. Um, you know, I had people post in our chat because I wanted to know how many people did get both officers. And it, it seemed like, you know, 80% of my alliance had gotten both officers, which was, you know, to me was like fantastic. I mean, that's, that's great. And I think a lot of people were excited about that, you know, and then they roll out new stuff like the cloaking. I mean, um, you know, the, the leaderboards were, you know, better balanced in, in some avenues. I still think that, I, and I will always preach this, there is the only way for it to be fair is that it's got to be single ops. You know, I just, I mean, I, I do think maybe the 50 plus because there's not that many of them. So I, I totally get that. But, you know, basically from like 30 to like 49 you know, should be single ops. And that's the only way where the leaderboards can be fair. Um, but I think that there, you know, it's it's positive momentum in the right direction. A lot of great stuff that came out, and a lot of it was, like, really, really good. Do you feel that the SMS approach to uh, 4 of 10 uh, was appropriate in its own right? I mean, there there was still bracketing for material spends, but is that... Yeah. Is that necessary to have it one? Yeah, I mean, 
Is it necessary to put each bracket in their own for a unique material spin if it's not a competition? Like if it's just a milestone? No, if it's a milestone, absolutely not. No. Then, you know, milestones is is great, you know. Okay. So so I still because you know milestones makes everybody be active. You know, that or makes everybody active, makes everybody participate. So still still looking though at like for example the power leaderboard. Uh, let me ask you about that. Uh, not just the leaderboard bracketing itself, um, because I do feel like that bracketing was a little bit tighter than it has been, but still not yeah. one one level. Um, how did you feel about the power mechanic this month? No, I mean I I like that too. I no problems with with uh, with any of the things that they implement. I thought it was I thought it was good. You know, I same thing. I just. I, w- I feel like the bracketing should be um, tighter because you're, it's just, to me, it's the only way that it can be fair. You're just going to run into problems where people, you know, especially in like the PvP, well, that person can use this ship and, and I can't, you know. And, and listen, I'm not saying, and one of the things that they did do, which I do like, is that, hey, you know, 46 and 50 you know, can battle each other, but you can only use the, you know, the rare ships, you know, so like the epic ships that the 50 have, you know, like they're not being, you know, to me, like, you know, it's fair, but if, if, if I'm somebody who paid for that ship, like I want to be able to use it, you know, so I kind of, you know, see both sides of it. Like, I'm not a fan of when they do that because, you know, I can see where some players would be upset with it. To me, I, I don't I don't mind, but I I didn't see a lot of PvPing, you know, from my bracket. It may be um you know, other groups are I like I said, I didn't see I went there several times and and didn't see much. I didn't see any, to be honest, at all. So um you know, I don't know if it's because they limit the ships or if the bracketing is too big i i would like to see that avenue i would like to see that avenue uh become better and more active because let's be honest we, we talk about all the time that there's player options and there's a player base that likes it and i would like to make sure that that player base is satisfied with their gameplay that it's important if you're somebody who likes pvp then you know, they owe it to at least a couple of times an arc to have some event that satisfies those clientele. Like it satisfies the miners, like it satisfies the grinders, like it satisfies, you know, you, that you use each arc to find opportunities to satisfy all the members of the, uh, of the, of the community. So I actually like this comment. I'm going to read this from Roger Workman. He says, there should not be PvE scoring in PvP events. Buddy, I agree with you. I agree with you. For people who don't want to PvP, sit out. All right? Because if I don't want to mine, then I sit out. But I don't get points for killing miners in a G3 mining event. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, listen. If it's overprotected lat, you do. Well, yeah, but I mean that's not that's not what we're saying. As a matter of fact, we we go back and we talk about the any ship mechanic. We talk about you know the PVE elements of a PVP event. But I am right there with Roger. I love that comment. 
the intent of the event should be the intent of the event. How many events, Bubba Joe, have been messed up by them trying to make sure everybody can play, make sure everybody gets their participation prize? I mean, look, look at uh, – wasn't there a – uh, a faction-based event here a couple months ago. I think it was in, like, June because I was at the beach when it happened. And and you could go out and literally satisfy all three faction events by taking out Stella and killing a couple of exchange traders. And because of the any ship mechanic, it literally, like, the whole event was satisfied and it was supposed to be something about factions and it never was because people just used the any ship mechanic. You know? I think you guys are saying that you're losing me a little bit. Oh, there. I got you back. Yeah. I guess I lost you for a second. Yeah, sorry about that. No, I just, you know, so again, the any ship mechanic, I think, comes in and messes things up. Yeah, putting PvE mechanics in a PvP event, I personally, and I know that's not a popular opinion, and then people are going to say, oh, well, I can't play in that event. Well, then don't play in that event. All right? You're, you're really, truthfully, you're probably not supposed to do every single event anyway. Your own FOMO is why you play in every single event. All right? Look at what Bubba Joe said earlier about the Trek or Treat. He's literally not doing one faction because he doesn't want to. And that should be okay. If you don't want to do PvP, then sit out. So, DJ... Yo. The other side of that coin is, what if I want to do PvP and nobody will fight me? <laughs> well, that is a new problem now, isn't it? <laughs> that is a so problem. I'm serious. No, I'm serious. I, various times and various do you, do of these you PvP think, events. But if there was no I, PvP. I show up but and it, nobody. I blow them up and they leave. But if there's no so the PvE option, element, don't you think that people would show up because their own FOMO would get the better of them? Don't you think more they people would, would show up? until I logged off or left the system. <laughs> and that's the problem. That's why the PvP events have to have a PvP, PvE element. Oh, God, I hate it. I, hate I, get, it. I get that you guys don't like it. I get that there are some players that want that. Uh, there are players that are so upset that they cannot PvP their way to advancement. Uh, fine, you can be upset. This game was never meant to be PvP, even though it was sold as such. But you can't I think it was punch intended a player to be- that wants to participate and can't because no one will fight them. Well, I I don't disagree with that, and I don't. But I I do disagree that I think the event, I think this game was designed to be much more PvP than it is. Like I, I take the total opposite side of the coin. I think this game was supposed to be much more aggressive than what it's turned into. Um, that said, let me, uh, look at a comment. I just saw a comment a second ago. Oh, Leslie, Leslie. So Ripper, I'm going to come to you on this. First of all, I promised, I promised many months ago, didn't I big country that I was not going to pass judgment on people using mechanics of the game to score in such ways that allowed them to obtain points or accomplish a goal. All right. For that reason. I will withhold my opinion on using Leslie. However, I do think that Ripper has developed a way that it would not be, it would be more balanced, right? And I think we talked about this one time before. And, and this has actually been passed over to 
our actual uh, engineering tech to see if it's if it's possible and if it can be explored. Ripper, uh, you were, uh, if you want, do you want to talk about this or no? Do we have Ripper? Do you have me? No, you got me. Ripper must have stepped away. So Ripper came up with an idea. No, see, here's the thing. You can't turn Leslie off. You can't turn Leslie off, and here's why. Because Leslie actually has a legitimate purpose. All right? Like, he has a legitimate purpose. And what that purpose is, is punching up. All right? Leslie allows you to hit a larger target and survive longer. So Leslie has a purpose. You can't turn him off. All right? Because then, I mean, don't forget how you got him. He was a paid officer. Okay? So you can't turn him off. However, what you can do is fix his scoring. No, Swagger, you can't really do it that way either. However, Ripper had the right idea. Ripper had the right idea. Maximize the number of hull damage points, because you might have a damage multiplier, right, Bubba? You might get four points for hull damage or six points or, you know, whatever, something like that, okay? So you could still use that multiplier, but whatever the, the number of damage that you get, Ripper has suggested that the amount of damage that you can actually obtain is capped by the enemy's original hull value, which makes complete sense. If I da- if, if Bubba, if your ship has 5 million hull points and I kill 5 million hull points and defeat you in battle, how many hull points worth of damage should I get? I think something is happening to my computer. Bubba's not answering and Ripper's not answering. Is something is something wrong? You guys are hearing me. Okay. I can hear you. I, okay. Mark, let me ask. There's Bubba. I don't know what the hell is happening here right now. You guys have Sorry real lives. That. Stop it. Stop it with your real lives. All right? Like, like <laughs> seriously, if, if I destroy a ship that's got 3 million hull, how many hull damage points should I get? 3 million. 3 million. Should I get 33 million? Even if an officer restores my hull? Even if I've got a miracle worker like Scotty down there restoring my shields and and putting up patchwork, all right? Even even if I got people down there fixing stuff for me, like Leslie, who's fixing my hull in real time, should I not uh, still be able to max my score at whatever your ship capability was Boaz says well the damage was done yes I get that but I still blew up your ship and your ship I didn't blow up two ships I didn't blow up 17 ships I blew up a ship one ship so I think Ripper I think his solution could fix the problem of the scoring imbalance and that way you robot and that way you leave Leslie to be able to be used for his true intention which was fighting people in PvP all right you guys having trouble should Spock be able you're, to protect going, the whole what you're going you're going robotic going robotic 
Well, I mean, I don't know what's happening because everything looks good on my side. Let me, I'll, I'll try, I'll try this. Let me try this and we'll see if this makes any difference. And if not, then, uh, we'll just have to let you guys listen in podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll try We'll try this one. Is that a little bit better? Uh, you guys, you got, okay. Bull says we got good. All right. Now, uh, so PVP, obviously still a little bit of an issue as well. Um, let's talk about, uh, or P- I guess the PVP events and I don't know, you know, what the solution is there. We can talk more about it later. Uh, Bubba, what's next on your list? Because we, we got so much that you guys talked to me about, and we haven't gotten to hardly any of it. What about cloaking? Let's talk about cloaking. <laughs> well, you don't want to come to me for that. I do. Um, so cloaking is not – I am not a fan. Um, I do not think it's relevant. Um, I don't like the pricing that they put in, for even for the introductory arc. I get that there's a – uh, an element to wanting to, uh, you know, early adopters have to pay more, but what you're actually getting is the exact same mechanic. Why should it cost more for a tribute than it does for a legionary? Um, I, the I tribune don't, can I don't. kill more things. <laughs> it, so it would be more the useful. effect of turning the ship invisible is what you're buying. So why does it cost more? Because you can do more with that ship. I mean, if if. Do I get to stay invisible longer? Like in terms of can I shoot someone and stay invisible? Well, not shooting someone, but you do get to stay invisible longer. And the cost of your Tetrions are cheaper. It's actually kind of crazy. It's actually reverse. Uh, So, I mean, you're talking cash, right? Is that what you're talking about is to buy the cloak? Correct. Yeah, because I don't, I mean, listen, I, I did not buy a cloak. I know a lot of people did not I didn't either. buy cloaking. And I don't I don't know that I blame you. We already know it's coming. We already know it's coming. Right? Yeah, big country. <laughs> big country. Read that out loud. Remind Bubba. <laughs> he just said early access, baby. You you praised an early access a minute ago. It's early access, baby boy. Fine. Um no, in Fine. all seriousness, I, I didn't buy the cloak, and I'll tell you why. I know why people did. There's an alliance on my server. I bet a lot of them got cloaking, right, Captain Bull? All right. I here's the thing. We talked that we were. You know what? Ah ha ha. Bill, come on up. Tell me about your experience with cloaking. Bill is from an alliance on server fifteen. Uh, you guys have heard me talk about the smileys. All right. Uh, Bill, do we have you? Welcome to the stage. Uh oh. Fix your orientation. You might have to bounce and come back. I don't have you. Um, cloaking seemed to be super fun. For alliances who are more aggressive, right? I mean, that's that's what it is. What are you using it for, guys? What are you using cloaking for? You're using it to to disrupt some armadas. You're using it to to gank some miners and some ships. Okay. Sure, might be fun, but I'm not paying four hundred. Well, sure. Have yeah, no, I cloaking. didn't either. On my ship, I didn't either. It just seems it, to me that felt like an incredibly unreasonable pricing for that feature. You think it was expensive, even for early access? Okay, yeah, it could have been. It definitely could have been. Um, <clears throat> I think here's why I, I'm I'm okay with it. Because I know that there's it, it's coming soon, right, Bubba? Like, 
we're going to get, oh, old man said it, we're going to get bigger and better ships over time, like either in the event store or even in our faction stores. Bill, welcome back to the stage. Are, do we have you? Can you hear me now? I got you, buddy. You like cloaking, right? You love it. You've oh, been... I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, with my alliance, as a lot of people on Server 15 know, we're actually in a conflict pretty much almost all the time. So right. it's definitely a great mechanic for protection on armadas. It is great for those sneak attacks uh, of, you know, disrupting armadas. And at the same time, when you're basically battling PvP between, you know, our us and, and also with our enemy alliance that we're battling against. So, I mean, I'm hoping, you know, and I'm, I'm going to call this out, I'm hoping that they don't spread this into the Federation ships. Because, I mean, I, let's keep the story storyline true. Now, understand the Defiant and Deep Space Nine when that comes up. I get it. But I think, the, you know, with them launching with Klingon and Romulan ships is definitely the right move. But I, all in all, I don't want to go too down down the rabbit hole on this, but I love it. It's a great mechanic. I, I think, uh, to coin a phrase from Big Country, it's a mechanic that gives the players an option. It's something that they want to do. Big, uh, or Bubba has said, listen, I don't find a lot of value in it. Me personally, I didn't find a ton of value in it either. Personally, that's why I didn't buy well, it. All right. Not only do I not find value in it, I find annoyance in it. <laughs> See, now that particular uh, position is is probably why some other players love it, right? I mean, if I'm being exactly, yeah, nope, that, you're right. Yeah, that's, it. <laughs> that's probably why so, some other players you, love it. This is this is a consequence of this. Is now three months later. I want to scrap every Meridian I have. They no longer have a use. I will never, ever take them out of the dock again. Dude, first of all, the Meridian is not likely to be the target of a cloaked ship. Not likely. I mean, I guess it could be if you're at war. Bubba, are you at war? I'm not at war. Okay. So I don't think, to be perfectly frank, Ali says yes. Regis says yes. Why... Why would somebody you can't cloak of, of a dar? So why would somebody cloak to take out a meridian? I'm not. I'm not getting hit for two hundred thousand over. I'm getting hit for twenty thousand over, and any ship can hit that. Huh? Then don't, then don't go over. Captain Planet says the same thing. Meridian, Meridian's getting cloak smacked all the time. Yeah. I. You know what? I guess I wouldn't know. <laughs> because you can't see them. So <laughs> I guess I don't know. I'm not, I don't get, I, I have not yet been hit by a cloaked ship on my Meridian. Not yet. I, I mean, maybe I'm sure there's some servers out there where that's happening. That to me. Now, I guess, let me, let me say this. I feel like if players are doing that, Bubba, then, then people are talking about the caps. Like in in the chat, people don't like the caps, right? I think if if players are going to have the concern, that's probably why the caps are there. Okay, maybe that's why the caps are there, so that players don't find it so incredibly annoying that they. <laughs> what in the hell? What's happening? Wow, you were gone for like a minute. Oh, yeah, 
primates. You're speaking, but you were talking the whole time. I was talking the whole time. Um, so in the chat, what I was reading was that people uh, don't like the cap on the Tetrions. Perhaps it's the balance between player reception is the, why the cap is there. Bubba doesn't want people to have unlimited access to his meridians. All right. So that's why the cap is there. I mean, really, truthfully, you're only can you even I guess you could buy it. Can you buy it for cash? The Tetrions? Well, you can buy a few. Yes. There was a cash there was a cash pack during the arc. Okay. I don't know if that's going to continue. But but for a free to play, you can literally get two and depending on the day, maybe three cloaks per day. Is this enough to be a massive crazy imbalance thing on the server? Like I mean, is that a is that a problem? Use your cloaks wisely. I mean like like I don't know. I'm not. I'm not bothered by it. I also haven't been hassled. Kind of like it. going in the Borg space. I was gonna say I haven't been hassled by it either. So I, I don't. You know, I, I'm. I'm indifferent. I would not pay cash for it. I used it for the events uh, after it unlocked in the in the battle pass. That was it. I, you know, but I'm also not. You know, I don't. I don't disrupt a lot of armadas. I understand why it's super awesome for war. I mean, sure. Why? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take advantage of it in war? That's why. I mean, seems to me like that's its number one purpose. Go ahead, and honey. Um. So I don't. I didn't buy it for the war game. I didn't buy it for PvP. I actually bought it because my prime account. I'm at a point where the moment I hit a ROM space, I immediately get jumped by a like a. There's no way I can kill the ship that that that's jumping me. So I come in cloaked into that system so I can do my dailies, just to get my. Um, Federation and my Klingon points and everything. So that's why I went in and said, I'm going to invest in this. And it serves its purpose for me. Okay. It was the best 20, 20 US dollars that I've, I spent next to the Battle Pass when it first launched. Okay. Uh, I got this comment. Um, I can understand why people like it um, with Armadas. Don't forget, this player writes, that it does give a damage boost uh, making it useful in armadas and mission bosses as well. This player is personally unlikely to use it for PvP, but is looking at it for its damage boost. Uh, so I guess... I guess there's that. I mean, cloaking was not the most exciting thing, clearly. All right. I, I, obviously, it was not the most engaging or exciting thing that happened this arc. But uh, nonetheless, here it is. <laughs> here it is so cloaking i guess bubba one of the <sighs> meow says seems like a waste spock says cloaking's awesome um interesting DJ, i want to make one comment on the cloaking please so, yeah um, i like it because you know what listen it's good for like player options i think it's a sticky point due to the fact that it could lead to some problems if you know if abused by certain people I guess, you know, if, like, you know, obviously people who buy it want to be, like, cloaked, so they want it to be, like, so nobody could hit them, or nobody could see that they're hitting them. I feel like, you know, if you had it to where it was like that all the time, people would cause more chaos on some servers, and you might get disgruntled community members. Um, 
and I would say, and then sorry, not that kind of was not my point. This was my point. So I, uh, I when this first came out, uh, one of the one of my people at uh, in another alliance, uh, he bought it for his uh, Hector. We wanted to test it to see like how it would work, and he hit me twelve times cloaked, um, and two out of the twelve times it worked the way it was supposed to, where it said cloaked enemy, 10 out of the 12, it showed his name, you know? And I know that, you know, it was advertised that 66% of the time it would do that. When I did it, granted, it was only a dozen, a dozen times, but still, two out of 12 is not close to 66%. And I feel like, you know, like if I was somebody who invested money into a product and I was told the product would do X and it does Y, that I would be disgruntled about it. So um, that's kind of my two cents. I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I want to address two things there real quick and then and then we got to we got to move on because you guys are right. I, we're, we're out of time. Big, you might have been right. I'll, this might have to be a two parter. Um, the. The purpose behind the cloaking, like the 66%, isn't that in itself, in and of itself, a deterrent for somebody to use this to grief? Because they're not going to be able to dodge it. You know, if if it were a 100% chance to stay out of your battle log, then I could see people using this to create chaos. But I don't think people can create chaos without consequence because it's not a 66 or I mean, it's not a 100% chance. And whether or not it's really 66% or not is, is arguable. But um, the fact that it can show your real name kind of prevents people from creating chaos, at least without consequence. Now, further to that point, I kind of feel like Scopely accounted for both sides of this. And, and what I mean by that is they the whole reason. Bubba, why else would they offer you even the chance to stay out of someone's battle log. Anybody? Ripper, are you commenting because I can't so you, hear don't, you. So you don't know that I'm hitting you. Yeah, but, but you, you why? Why? Why Maybe would Scopely... I like you. No, why? I say so. And I'm just saying... No, I get Ripper, I don't yeah. have you. When I switch something, maybe I lost you. Maybe you can bounce back mm -hmm. and back. Is that, oh, there you are. I thought you were, your, your circle was lighting up. I thought you were talking. And, Hani, go ahead real quick because I, I got to move quickly now. Go ahead. I think, it, I think it's all about all games rely on a certain level of chaos factor. And this creates a little bit of chaos that they're trying to reinstill in the game of surprise and uncertainty, especially when they promote certain things like the event that was a PvP event, if you used your cloak, that was a pretty cool event for somebody that doesn't didn't buy it for PvP purposes. It it motivated me to give it a try as a PvP of PvP. So a little bit. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I like Divine's comment because Scopely doesn't care about Row. Okay? As a matter of fact, I kind of feel like this might be Scopely's thumbing of the nose. At servers who are like way too row intensive. Like this is clearly intentionally stirring the pot. Which is also probably why there's a smaller limit. Okay. They wanted to they wanted to stir the pot enough 
but not like break it. Okay, so that people can only get a couple of these a day, but but statistically speaking, you know, one or maybe two every couple of days can actually can actually start a war, <laughs> can actually create a little bit of drama, a little bit of name calling. All right. Now, funny enough, DJ Gurr says, this is all great and good, except this is the one part of the feature that doesn't work because you can still see their name in the repair screen. I did not actually know that. Do they, do they know that, Ripper? <laughs> we, we've reported the bug about it showing in the, uh, in the battle log. They got that fixed, right? Is that fixed now? I'm not a, I have a cloak, so I don't know. Is it fixed? I, I don't know. I, haven't, I have never used cloak, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. Prio says, why, why not a 100% hidden tag? Here's why you can't do 100% because then it's a 100% griefer's tool. Okay? There has to be risk involved. There has to be a little bit of risk involved. So that's why it's 66%. All right? I kind of like what Scopely did with the, with the percentage. All right? Um, I like that there's a chance that someone could fly under the radar, but not guaranteed. And but probably for that reason, big. That's probably why there's the the Tetrion cap. All right. Uh, Lego says 100% is better. Now, see, I think people who are not PVPers would find that to be would find that to be an abuse of an of a mechanic. You know what I'm saying? Like, but Bubba, let me ask you: If it was a 100% chance to hide, 100%, you will never be found out. That that is the definition of a griefer's tool, right? Yes, but but furthermore, there are certain things. While there's obviously a need to uh, introduce, as as uh, I think it was Ad Hani mentioned, a random element to games, and that is true. Um, there are certain things in games that should not be messed with, and for me, one of those things is logs. Right? Um, there's one of those things in games like I, I cannot I cannot leave the game table and go print out a card and go bring it back to the game table and go see this this is a card that I can play with now no 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 the logs are just a tool that tell you what happened and it would be like us being able to do uh, to to hack into the game code and insert something that we want there I am a hundred percent against the hidden information in the log I, I think that's what a terrible mean? mechanic. It still shows you exactly what happened. A cloaked enemy killed you. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh. So, hey, you know, listen, we can we can talk more about that another day. We did want to talk more about cloaking in depth. Crazy enough, the feature of this month has been drowned out by everything else. Uh, so we can talk a little bit more about about cloaking uh, another time. Yeah, Sobex, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go here in a second. Um, so let's uh, let's do this, Mark. Let me come to you for one point on your list real quick. Uh, then we'll take our final break, and I'll, I'll probably have to cut the show at that point. Uh, but but we'll we'll do final grades right after that. Mark, uh, what's a point on your bu- uh, bullet list that you got for duality? Mark's the, not looking. Oh, there you are. The the uh, sourcing of the uh, the officers uh, was a, a huge plus, and I hope it continues in the future. Cool. I like it. Short and sweet. I like it very much. Let me read to you. Karkin couldn't be with us uh, today. I did that for Oliver. Do what? I did that so you could get Oliver. Thank you. I appreciate that. Karkin couldn't make it today. Uh, so I'm going to read a couple of his comments from the 32 perspective. 
Uh, he said, uh, this arc had a couple of controversial areas for me. Uh, was overall extremely successful and rewarding for a lot of players. And, uh, and I believe that Scopely fulfilled the promise that they started the arc with, mainly being the acquisition of two Epic Officers, one on a free-to-play path that would require full participation and one that would require either some money or winning a leaderboard. Uh, with that, uh, while being completable, the SMSs were difficult and very highly valued for points and officer shards, which I believe could have been spread out into some other styles of events or grot. Uh, I personally was able to complete the SMSs effectively. However, a lot of players I've spoken to feel that even a slight reduction in the material spend would have made the experience less painstaking, which we all agreed. That's why, that's why the whole damn ultra thing happened to begin with. Uh, Scopely's intervention into the 4 of 10 SMS uh, regarding ultras made it more difficult for some to complete the event due to the short notice given. However, most, uh, from what I have seen, were able to overcome the lack of ultras and actually still complete the event. Very few people that I spoke to were unable to do so. Going forward with this model, of course, um, there are a lot of avenues for diversification and other currencies that I'd like to see them dabble with to keep the material spend manageable. Um, to allow a larger portion of the population to better acquire officers each and every arc. Uh, I would have preferred a normal material auction over the guns auction. I don't know if I agree with that. But <laughs> yeah, he would have preferred a normal material auction over the guns auction. I do understand it was a design to promote growth, but it is, in my opinion, unsustainable. Um, we will give his R coming up after the grade. I'd also like to read this from an Ops 33 very quickly as we get ready to wrap up, because uh, I like this. Um, he actually graded kind of independently. He talked about missions. He said the missions were much better, keeping me engaged. I was interested in reading what was coming. Uh, that was really, really cool. Events-wise, uh, there was nothing I couldn't start and complete uh, except for Disappearing Act. I was a free-to-play. I couldn't participate in the first run. Um, I was happy that I was able to do it uh, or that I could have been able to do it in the second run with a paid battle pass. Uh, I think he said he did not. No, he did not buy the battle pass. So he didn't get it. He said he could not do uh, Disappearing Act because in his later comments, he talked about how he didn't have Cloak yet, but appreciates it that it's going to be made available uh, in the faction store coming here soon. Um, battle pass. He was satisfied with the free track of the battle pass. Uh, materials and resources were sufficient based with his bank, uh, to accomplish what he wanted to do. Um, he wants the other items to be a little bit better. Um, he was, uh, for example, not super happy with progenitor alloy, uh, that was given in there, but would further like to see independent credits, uh, badges, officer shards or faction credits or other things related to the arc. <clears throat> I was able to easily acquire Wharf. Not sure how much I'm going to use him, though, because I'm not much of a PvP player. But this officer, while I understand very valuable to some others, doesn't carry as much value to me. Let's see, what else? Cloak. Oh, Photon Tokens. Nothing not to love, he says, Bubba Joe, about the Photon Tokens. Uh, on the Enterprise refit, he said, this is not the way I would have loved to have gotten the Enterprise, but as a free-to-play, it's probably as good as I'm going to get. Uh, but the artwork is really, really bad. There seems to be a problem there. Yes, there is a bug. They're working on that. Um, and uh, Bubba Joe, I think you like this one. Looking at the entire arc as a whole, I feel like Scopely did a very good job of sticking to Star Trek lore. 
uh, with cloaking for Klingon and Romulan ships. Uh, uh, Worf in a situation. Uh, he was put into a situation that is very similar to who he is as a character of Star Trek. Showed his desire to help someone in a similar situation as his own with the whole hybrid thing. Uh, he said that was something that Worf would totally do. Uh, the Klingon and Romulan War was very lore-based and then the cloaking. Uh, so he loved that as well. Does anybody on our panel have anything else that they'd like to discuss regarding duality? I know there's a lot. I know there's a lot. So just one more quick thing, and then we can jump to the jump, jump away if you need to. But both officers are absolutely worthwhile. And, and that was, you know, we haven't had that recently, and that was really welcome. I mean, you, you can quibble about the captain's ability, um, for Worf, but uh, the the but the Ston, the Borg Ston was fantastic, uh, and as is the uh, ability for the uh, critical hits from Worf. I mean, both of those are very very good, and I'm very happy to have them in the game. Um, you know what? I tell you what. Here's what we're gonna do. We'll take our final break. We'll come back. We're gonna do grades. Uh, very quickly though. Okay, like actually, I really shouldn't. I really should go. I tell you what, we'll take our break, <laughs> and and we will. Does anybody? Do you guys want to come back and do it in a, in an hour? I don't know if, if I want to do that. It, that would be really messed up for the show. But I can come back and finish. Do you want to do that? I hate to put you guys on a on a on a break for an hour, but but we can do that. The show is not over. We can't finish the show this way. So I, no, I can't do it in the car because I can't roll tape in the car. I got a hint to give you. I, I'll come back. You want to you take an intermission? You want to come back in an hour? Sure. <laughs> yeah, come, back. come back. Okay. If everyone feels like they can come back, then we'll come back. So, so I won't be here now. Yeah, yeah. You got to go to bed. The EU players are going to lose it. All right. Tell you what. We will take a break. And for our live studio audience, go get dinner. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go get my son, and then I gotta go get. I gotta go get a pumpkin because we're carving pumpkins. And then when we come back, I'll wrap up the show. And and I know it's so. When we come back, it'll be it'll be just for like 15, 20 minutes. We'll do our final grades. I'll give you the hint, and and we'll wrap the show just like we normally would. The podcast listeners are never gonna notice the difference. Uh, it'll be our last sure, break. 15 or 20 minutes. Last break, 20 minutes, <laughs> and then wrap up. Yeah, because I got to carve pumpkins tonight. I got to carve pumpkins. Okay? Uh, <laughs> we're carving jack-o'-lanterns tonight. All right, everybody. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, final break time. For those in the live studio audience, go take a pee break and, and grab a beer and some Taco Bell, and, and we'll, we'll get you back here, uh, and I'll, I'll do a ping when we do it. Plus... Uh, yes, I will do a ping when we come back. Plus, I will uh, be able to provide your hint, hopefully, at that time as well. Uh, everybody, appreciate you guys being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. In your final uh, episode, wrapping up duality as we issue our final grades in what some players are calling the most successful arc of the year. Will our panelists agree? And will the studio audience echo their sentiment in their own grades. We'll find out.
coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Old Lice, the men's aftershave strong enough to kill most types of body parasites. Tonight, on an all-new intervention, we go inside the disturbing new addiction that's bringing America to its knees. My name is Jill Jackson, and I'm addicted to wearing slutty Halloween costumes. They're dressed like they're turning tricks while they give away treats. It started out innocently. I went to a party as cowgirl Jessie from Toy Story, and I showed a little cleavage, but the pictures got a ton of likes on Instagram. So I went back the next year in a much skimpier Toy Story costume, and every guy there had a buzz and a woody. Wearing slutty Halloween costumes was a high like nothing I'd ever felt before. Everybody was looking at me, including the cops. I started dressing as slutty Muppets, slutty Cabbage Patch Kids. Slutty Star Wars. One year I went as a slutty Kardashian. Which is an oxymoron. And then I hit rock bottom. I started dressing slutty in real life, and I got fired from the old folks' home. Intervention, the slutty costume epidemic. How about a little squeeze for Grandpa? Okay, so as you know, ratings have gone way down, and the bosses want us to come up with a new COVID variant to scare people into watching again. So they're looking to go viral. (laughs) I see what you did there. Get serious for a second. What's something everybody is scared of right now? Not getting their Christmas presents on time. How about the Santa variant? That'll deliver some ratings. You can't have a virus that only comes once a year. We need people to be scared all the time. So where's the easiest place to catch a virus? Tinder. Come on, you two. Not that kind of virus. Where is the most danger in our society right now? Flying coach class. People are beating each other up all the time over this mask rule. Plus, we've got pilots mad at the vaccine mandate. And it's going to be extra stressful with the Thanksgiving travel. Oh, I got it. The turkey variant. Oh, that's brilliant. It'll make people think it's a food-related virus. They'll definitely watch. But it'll ruin everyone's Thanksgiving. TV is a tough business. Sometimes you got to give people the bird. Talk about foul play. <laughs> dreams come true ah yeah a little hollow notes on your uh, in your earbuds tonight on your digital radio wherever you listen to your podcast here we are on talking trek star trek fleet commands official podcast good evening and welcome back in to the live studio audience who <laughs> have dealt with a lot during that commercial break that was that was a significant commercial break for those of you who don't get to participate in the live shows sometimes you miss you you miss a little something right Bubba Joe like once in a while the live shows kind of give you they give you you know some extra extra good stuff sometimes 
And then when when you go to the podcast and like you hear a smooth and seamless and professional commercial break, <laughs> you had no idea what actually happened behind the scenes. It's ridiculous. It's just like real TV and real radio. It's like a real thing. You guys get the real deal around here, Bubba. That's right. Wow. Oh. Uh, from what I understand, there was no less than about 400 jokes told. Uh, some cool, some wildly inappropriate, uh, and all pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> is what happened there. So, I uh, oh, Mark. It was shenanigans up in here. Shenanigans. 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 Welcome back, everybody, uh, as we prepare to issue our final grades. So, listen, let, let's just recap here, Bubba. We've talked about G5. We've talked about cloaking. We talked about the PvP event a little bit, ironically. We talked about uh, officer sourcing. Um, we talked very, very briefly just about the communication, which, you know, again, I've said on previous shows, like the whole thing with the ultras and everything. I, I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to make it better. Um, you know, and, and like I said, even even me, when they first told me, I I didn't think it was I didn't think it was all that bad. I clearly misjudged uh some some players perspectives within the community um and and that led players to being fussy about progression when can they progress and when should they not and so forth and so on and and i understand yep. that there there are currencies within the game that sometimes present themselves and and other times they don't and and you know it's tough it's tough to plan it's tough to judge and when you don't have more than a couple of days or even sometimes 10 days or 20 days you don't have the opportunity to 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 really plan that said you know we see what scopely's trying to do we see that they're trying to find an auction alternative and we know what their mechanics are we know that they're trying to preserve quote unquote game spend revenue you know uh that did Obviously, and we mentioned this in a previous show, if you if you missed it, that did give us a little bit of insight into their valuation, Bubba. What are Ultras worth in the eyes of Scopely? What are these Epic Shards worth in the eyes of Scopely? Now we have a little bit of an idea. But there's going to be, there's a lot of other currencies. And, and it's very possible that we can see some of these other currencies present uh, in, in future months. And so for that reason, I think it's important to to make sure that you're spending wisely and saving wisely not to halt your progression uh but you know am i going to spend 40 million xp in a ranked officer event you know as a mini event probably not i'm probably not going to do that you know not 40 million if i can win with a couple million maybe but i'm not dumping big big stashes of xp into that type of event bubba joe because I'd be worried about what I would potentially miss out on, you know, uh, just yep. like if, if if there was a if there's an officer that's you know ready to promote, I, I might wait a minute on that. You know, again talking about officer XP, I might wait a minute on that. There's just there's always going to be something that you can use to get double paid, and and we've seen it countless times. Let's talk very quickly um against uh, about some other events where we have been introduced to spend this to to get rewarded uh bubba joe i'm sure you can think of probably 10 of them right off the top of your head give me give me two or three what have we had to spend in an event before that 
is not necessarily conventional or rewarded us in a different way? Uh, well, biotics. Okay. Yeah, biotics was one, especially with the timing um, of those. So that was independent one. Independent credits, specifically. I believe we had an independent credit event. You know, I think we did. Back was that when at, Borg was? Yeah, that was in April. It was during Borg. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Planet says speed yeah, ups. Captain Planet speed says ups, speed ups. Yep. So we've we've had to use that before. Um, we had one to trade XP. Yeah, trade XP. Oh, yeah, and that being as rare as that is. You know what? As a matter of fact, matter of fact, I was looking. Uh, I got enough trade XP to unlock um, a tier two trait on my crass. I got to be honest with you. I'm a little bit nervous about blowing that right now. You know? I mean, at least at least while we're between the arcs. Now, if we get an arc calendar and there's nothing on it related to trade XP, then I might feel a little bit more comfortable doing that. But, you know, I, you can't keep a bank of 20000 of that, Bubba Joe, because then you, then you are holding yourself back. I don't know. Yep. There's, there's just – there's currencies. Yeah, uh, directives, rare and epic, of course. Kirko says Tetrions. Absolutely. After this month, and, and what we discovered even this month, we figured uh, with the Tetrions, and I put that mechanic in our video, uh, the, what was it? The, was it the Halloween video? Yeah, because we were talking about the ghost event. There is a way that you can actually spend a little bit to be able to bank a little bit more and maybe set yourself up in a better position to have more cloaks. You know, so uh, there's a lot in this game where you absolutely can save. You absolutely could screw up your progression or halt your progression. But I don't think that you that you need to do that uh, like permanently. You know, just just be on the lookout when you get a decent enough bank, then you want to be able to go with that. Lego says, I don't save the trade XP because it could cost me when the assignment rolls around. And I understand that, Lego. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I've got enough to do a trade, a, a trade unlock right now. I am a little bit nervous about doing it because I've only got that 10,000 trade. That's all I've got, that, that XP. Big Country says spending officer shards. Uh, what do you mean? The recruits or what do you mean spend officer shards? You mean like recruiting recruiting or promoting? Yeah, you got to. Yeah, you recruit shards to get other payouts. Yeah. I'm just like throwing out, like I said, I was just throwing out examples in the chat while you were talking. Uh, yes. Uh, transporter patterns, says Kirko. I don't know. Have we had an event to specifically spend transporter patterns? Boaz uh, says faction credits. All well, looters said that too. Faction credits. Yeah, that's one. Uh, Boaz. I think, like when you do the, uh, the daily events, if you don't have officer shards, you can spend transporter patterns to get officer shards to do those daily events. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I mean that. There, there's a lot of that stuff that, that you got to keep in mind. And I do think that there's a balance for it. Uh, and I do understand why players think that it could slow them down. I, I would argue about it slowing you down. It might slow you down today. But if you're getting double paid for it, then – it's not really slowing you down. I mean, I guess it is, but you're also, you know, getting a return, so to speak, on your spend. So I don't know. It, it's tough. And that's, that is, that is one small piece of this arc Bubba that does sit with me. I, I had a couple of messages 
after the last Talking in Cars episode where where people, I guess, maybe had misinterpreted uh, my sustainability, uh, st- can't talk, sustainability argument, Bubba, as dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't. Not in any way, shape, or form is it, what, what, am I dissatisfied uh, with the way that the officers were sourced? But I think the sustainability argument is a really important one. I think it's one that Scopely needs to hear, one that we need to have uh, a conversation we need to have with Scopely because, again, players said, okay, uh, we asked this on the last question. Could you do the material spend again in its full form? Some players said yes. Some players said no. Okay, for the players that said yes, okay, so you did it two months in a row. Could you do it in month number three? I mean, there just comes a point, Bubba, where you're going to spend more than you're bringing in. Go ahead. Correct, but I think that we're spending a lot less materials now than we were during auctions. the, The people that were actively competing in auctions, I suspect that they are spending less now. So if they had enough saved up for an auction, they might be good for the entirety of the arc for these milestone events, potentially. Maybe. Assuming this is what the something? pattern that we see. Sure. Again, at one second, be ready. And I don't disagree with you during one arc. If you saved for two, three, four months and you were ready to blitz on an auction, um, but could you then do that again the next month and again the next month? Because you saved, right? You saved three or four months to be ready for that auction. And you might have spent less, so you might have enough next month to be able to do it again. But if it's a 12-month model, then it's not sustainable. The players are going to have to skip or spend. Correct. No, you're, you're right. That there is, there is a choice. But I, I think that with the threshold, the initial threshold that's being put out there for the, the milestone event is, is much – first off, you're guaranteed to get something. Like, you can look at the tiers – and say, well, I can't get all of them this month, but you know what? I can do this small upgrade and get the first tier, or I can get the second tier, and then you know exactly what you're getting. So there's that benefit. We have that with the arcs, with the auctions as well, because we have the milestone that gets paired with them. So it allows players to kind of budget some spend and go, okay, I can spend, I can spend the materials I got this month, just the materials I got this month, and know that I'm going to get some shards of an officer. Right. And again, mechanic-wise, totally awesome. I, like I said in the last show, I just, I call on the creative minds at Scopely to, to exercise some of that creativity. It doesn't just need to be materials, you know, let's look at some other currencies and why I wanted to kind of drive you guys in that direction. What are currencies that we find valuable that maybe Scopely could also find valuable and and if that's the case, then we need to look at preparing ourselves for alternative styles of spend moving forward. If there is a currency uh, that that Scopely values, let, let's go back to away teams 1.0, Bubba Joe. All right. And I, I'm just using this as an example. And it's barely even sourced in the game and hardly even needed anymore. But in arc one. What was the what, what do you remember the currency related to away teams assignments that drove everyone batty crazy in the first month? You got it, Jack. Uh, it was either speed ups or refreshes. It was refreshes. Refreshes. I mean, they valued the speed ups, but I think they've loosened their grip on that. We're getting those daily, we're getting them in, in battle pass and things like that. Where what have we not seen here lately? And of course, again, 
argue that it's not needed as much. But in that first arc, buddy, I, you you would have thought you would have thought they looked at them and that they were like laminated in in gold, <laughs> you know, gold it, pressed gold, gold pressed, pressed refresh tokens. Yeah, buddy. All right. Uh, so we look at currencies that that we believe that Scopely believes <laughs> that are valuable. And and we've got to make sure that we're prepared for something like that. Because here's the thing. Let's look at something like, for example, let's look at uh, Trade XP. All right. Trade XP is not something I can just go out and mine a bunch of if I suddenly decide or suddenly am informed that I've got an event. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if the calendar comes out, let's say they put it in the calendar. But if, what if what if it's a day five event? You're not going to be able to get enough. You know, so you got to keep a bank of that stuff. Now, Latinum, on the other hand, Latinum, I could go out and mine as much as I need quickly if it's raw Latinum. You know, so some of those things where you can react quickly, sure, maybe you don't need to hold yourself back on that. But stuff that's tough to get, stuff that, that, that you're time-gated on, that's stuff that I feel like you should keep a bank on. Right? Just me, myself, and I. And it doesn't have to be a huge bank. It doesn't have to be a decades quality bank. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, hey, we've even talked about this. Guess what? We, got a, we had a bonus refinery last month, Bubba. First time we've had one in months. Do you, do you guys yep. happen to remember how much raw I keep all the time in preparation for, for a bonus refinery? Like, for example, uh, Bubba Joe, you're, uh, did you, by the way, did you get a bonus refinery for G5 material? Uh, I don't remember. I didn't have any G5 to spend in it, so I, I honestly I don't. I think we did, but I don't remember for sure. And Jonathan Ingram says you guys did get one. Uh, let me ask yep. you, Bubba Joe, just out of curiosity, what do you have in your G4 raw stores right now? What, what do you got? G4? Yeah. Uh, G4 is uh, over $150 million of each. <laughs> okay. So... We don't need quite that much. All right, my math. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so, but it's it's that high because I'm getting it from mining events and I'm getting it from mining every day, right? So yeah, I'm mining every day to get the faction. Now I'm not doing that anymore. One of my factions has already switched to G5, so the G4 stores is going to continue to dwindle. Yeah. My G3, I try to keep over a million and a half. I just try to have that ready to go. In case a bonus refinery comes up, I haven't rebuilt it to a million and a half since the bonus refinery, I'll have you know. But that's my target is 1.5. You know what? Okay, so your G3 is is where I'm going to hone in on. All right. Uh, I have told players, and, and actually I go a little bit more than that because I look throughout all of history. I look throughout all of history, and I look at my G3, and I say, well, the longest bonus refinery that I have ever experienced in this game was five days. And you guys may or may not remember it, and and you may you may not have gotten the full five days because that was the bonus refinery that Wambulance won for server fifteen, and we I got. Was, I was five say, do you days. call that the Wambulance bonus refinery? That is the Wambulance refinery. Okay, it was five days on my server. Four other servers got that benefit. That is the longest bonus refinery that's ever existed in the game. Five days. So I look at that. And I say, okay, if that's the biggest one we've ever had, am I ready for that? So my G3, I keep $3 million. $3 million. 
uh, because that is enough for triple refines, every refine for a five-day bonus refinery. Is it overkill? Probably. All right? Probably. But I keep that. All right? And just like you said, Bubba, when I get below that threshold, I'll mind to pick it back up. Listen, I don't mind G3. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I do mind it, uh, but I, I don't mind it for events. What do I mind for events now? I mind G4 for events. So I keep my G3 at a, at a specific level just to be ready. My G4, this is much harder for me. I keep my G4 at 9 million. And I do double refines of all three of them every single day, Bubba Joe. That's harder for me because I'm not truly like a, you know, I'm a 41. So I don't have like unlimited access and like super deep nodes like that. It's that's tough for me. But I do the double refines. I try to keep 9 million because even during the last bonus refinery and Snake Eyes told me I was absolutely nuts. He told me that it's such a waste and it is. It truly is a waste to do triple refines, especially in G4. Uh, anybody real quick want to throw out, what is the cost of a bonus refinery triple refine? Anybody? One million raw. Guess how fast I mine G4, Bubba Joe. Uh, not in territory. Not that fast. Not, not in territory, because I do, I do have access to gas in territory, but I mine crystal and ore in deep so space. Outside of territory, I bet you're looking at forty thousand an hour. Uh, actually, I thought it was better than that. Let me look real quick. Okay, it could be. Let me double check. I figured in territory, you're north of about uh sixty thousand an hour. I do pretty good in territory. Let me let me. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna forget it. I can't get up there because it's fog of war. My my monitor's in my base, so I can't click on a node. Anyway, I I was thinking that it was that it was like closer to fifty. Okay. Uh, but still, how many hours of mining at 50,000 an hour before I get to a million? You see? So that's a tough one. That's tough to keep. And, and I, uh, I try to keep 9 million of that. So, because I want to be ready. Uh, somebody told me that they still mine G2. And you know what? Even though we've only had it one time, you're right. There was, not long ago, what, four or five months ago, maybe seven months ago, there was an event, was there not, on Mining G2. Mining G2. That's right. It was an alliance leaderboard, says Swagger, where you had to mine G2. <laughs> so here we are. We got players you know, mining G4 and mining G2 to get ready. Now, the, the whole point of that I'm saying here is I'm not suggesting everybody go mine G2 right now. I'm just saying that's a, a somewhat plentiful resource that you can react to quickly other currencies like trade xp are not you can't rebound that quickly ultra recruit credits or ultra recruit tokens not something you can you can get back to super fast all right i mean arguably you can get it a little bit quicker most players did scrap that out but how long would it take you to, to bank up twenty thousand of them for example baba joe how long would it take you to naturally in the game grind out twenty thousand ultra recruit tokens. To grind out ultra yeah, not, recruit tokens. Not buying them. No packs. How long would it take you to accrue twenty thousand ultra recruits? 
Am, am I missing an option? I, I, I'm trying to, other than the Alliance store, is there a way to even get them? Well, I'm, I'm as far as accumulating, I'm talking about events, uh, dailies. Oh. I mean. Um, well, my best ranked event, I think, gives me 1,500, and it comes up every few days. Every couple of days, you can get 1,500. So, so probably a couple of weeks. Resurrection Hunter says two to yep. three weeks. Uh, Kirko agreeing a couple of weeks. Looter says, you know, a month, maybe two months. Gobble saying maybe a, maybe a couple months. Um, Cam D says, I was dry at the Wharf event. Now I've got about 20,000. So what's that, two weeks? On the other hand, we've had a, a slightly unnatural bump with these couple of extra faction hunts here, Cam D. But nonetheless, yeah, so let's say a couple weeks, a month, maybe two. That's not terrible. But if that's sprung on you in 48 hours, then you're, you're hurting. So keep that bank because you got to get them. You know, you got you to be able to have them. So that was the whole point that I was wanting to make there. And, and that was maybe one of my, my low points for this arc, Bubba, was just um, lack of communication on the necessary currency. And it's kind of a warning to Scopely moving forward. If you're going to do, if, if you've got these high-value currencies that you are going to use besides materials, I'm fine with that type of diversification. I, I think it's necessary for, for sustainability. But you also got to be able to, to communicate to us what it is that you want us to be working on if you truly intend for it to be a free-to-play event. Now, if your idea is to surprise us so that we do have to buy packs, well, that's not, that's not sweet of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can claim that it's, that it's a free-to-play event because you don't have to buy a pack, but if nobody has what you're asking for, then you really are kind of asking them to buy a pack. So anyway, that, that was one thing that I wanted to kind of, kind of bring back and, and bring up. Uh, Big, let me come back to you. We so we've got the communication. We've talked about all these other things. What were there any other documents or documents? Were there any other topics? Uh, I was looking at a document. Uh, weird. Uh, were there any other topics that we did need to touch on, Big? So actually, I want to ask you a question. I know, like, I want to get your thoughts on. You know, there were a couple of hiccups where, you know, they said, "Hey, we're going to do this," or the event is going to roll out like this. And it didn't necessarily come out that way. Wasn't there was a few things that came out, and then of course they came out and corrected it. Um, like, how do you think they've handled that over the past arc? Give me an example. What are you referring to? Because I, I don't well, like I, I just remember there were some events, and I didn't have any issues with any of them. But I know there were some events that happened where. Um, like how they said they were going to play or how the events were going to go was not it, not the way they said it was going to. Um, I don't know. Was it the, what, what happened? One of the power, one of the, one of the, um, was it one of the officer events or the recruit? Was it with the recruit? Okay, so so yeah, the recruit event. Well, that was a technical glitch. That was not a communication thing. That because that was a scoring error. Like it came out, it wasn't scoring right. So that one's tech. I'll give that one to tech. Um, and that was actually on the the ultra. You know, that was on the ultra thing. That was that was why that whole thing was just handled badly. 
you know what I'm saying? Like the communication, 48-hour notice to switch to a major currency, and then it didn't score right when it came out. So, the, you know, that, that okay. part was handled poorly. Um, so is that what the big thing was, is that it was the Wharf event was supposed to be like a domination, and then it came out and it was a officer recruit? Mm, no. Is that what it was? Because I see somebody posted that. No, it was the Ston event that that was okay. supposed to be material no the, the, i don't think there were anything oh i okay jazzmeisters reminded me the officer power thing so yeah again technical that was a that was a bug they wanted to use that they wanted to use power uh and and again that event was communicated properly they said power okay. they never said xp um that event was written properly people misunderstood it hence my screen name xp doesn't count which i still haven't changed uh so that was based on that was based on officer power um and and so no that event crazy enough we were the ones that kind of got that one wrong that event was actually written proper what happened what the then again the technical failure there the technical bug was that uh, spending officer XP was scoring negative. <laughs> they didn't turn it off. Okay. They, it scored negative. So, uh, so yeah, that, that one didn't, didn't work out super well. Uh, Jonathan says something about the cloaking event. What happened with the cloaking event? I don't remember the cloak event. Cloaking in warp was bugging it. Oh, yeah, so then they, they fixed that. Again, technical. Cloaking in warp uh, cool. was bugging out. So, yeah, and, and so we're talking about bugs here, guys. You know, and, and I, I mean, obviously, bugs happen. And that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. That, that's going to happen. I'm not, Tabby Moses says, not enough Tetrions to finish the SMS. See, that's not actually true either. All right. I, now, it was tough. But I, uh, I did math this out early. When we did the event guide video, I told you you were going to have to be very careful in your acquisition. Now, does it need to be this tight? Probably not. But I said in the video, the only way you were going to be able to do it was to strategically claim your battle pass. That was the only way you were going to get enough Tetrions to do it, uh, was to strategically claim the uh the advanced track of the battle pass so like you had to you had to do a couple of tetrion things and then um oh jonathan ingram is okay so, <laughs> okay so let me finish on tetrions you had to do a couple of, of of cloaks then claim your bottom row do more cloaks and then do your redemption it was really tight it was there was zero room for error but it could be done because i did it and Blue Mandalorian did it, and and several players did it. You just had to strategically claim that battle pass. Now, um, Jonathan Ingram does point out, big country, that there was a communication snafu at the very beginning. But it wasn't on Scopely, was it? <laughs> it was on me. Cool. Do I get a grade today? Jonathan Ingram, does that mean that I get a letter grade this time? That's, <laughs> I'll take it. I've never gotten a letter grade before. Uh, he's referring to where I communicated that cloaking would be available free to play, and it was not. That, but that was on me. Like I said, Scopely actually got that one right. 
Um, so yeah, that one, that one's on me. I got to fail on that one. Um, do you have any, I mean, I do think that the addition to the officers and the officer recruit, I, I think that's a big win. I like the fact that they've added more to the transporter patterns. I think that's a win. I, I still would like to see more, but in the transporter patterns, or I would like to see more officers in the transporter patterns, more. Mm-hmm. but I like the fact that they've, I think that's a good win. You know, for the community that they've, uh, you know, open or put more officers in the recruit chest. So, yeah, well, yeah, I, I love I, the recruit that is, change. That was something I really wanted to make sure we spent some time talking about because, you know, while we're focusing on kind of what the arc told us it was going to be at the beginning, which is obviously important, that's a huge change came at the end of the arc, but that's a huge improvement for the players, and I and I. While I understand that, you know, there are some things in that are not in there and they're, you know, everyone wanted to see everyone go to the transporter patterns. This is a significant improvement to the game that is is worth mentioning and, and praising Scopely for. Absolutely. And it's it it happened in October. Uh, I think it's part of the arc and I think it contributes to the grade, even though, uh, you know, golly, I, I I shouldn't count Halloween in the arc grading, but I kind of I kind of feel like I can't help help it i mean that's that's pretty big too so i like that but i could i could remove that if i if i was forced to big country but yes the uh yeah prio says friggin lorca absolutely lorca i mean how many months i mean seriously he came out 10 months ago (laughs) 10 months gosh blue mandalorian says have we actually touched on everything scopely did right there was actually a long list this month, and I know it's a weird. It's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird thing to. to I think that's say. why you should have had two episodes. <laughs> well, in, in hindsight, I probably should have. <laughs> was that Stevens Aaron trying to speak up there? Who was that? No, me. Oh, uh, re- oh yeah, be ready. I'm sorry, I didn't come back to you. Go ahead. What do you got? No. Also, the the main thing about the officer sourcing, yeah, the milestone was slightly high. But what people don't seem to understand that in um, solo leaderboards, you're not guaranteed the shards. Here you are. That's a big win. Oh, with the yeah, with the officer sourcing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got a price tag now. It's like walking into a store. But but, but it's guaranteed. It's yeah, guaranteed. It's not like you're throwing everything you have and you you you're luck that you don't win or not. Absolutely. You you have a defined price. You know right up front whether or not you're going to be able to participate, whether you're not going to be able to, whether or not you're going to be able to afford the product. You walk in, there is a price tag on the shelf. If you can afford it and you want to buy it, you do so. If you can't or don't think it's worth it, you don't. And that is what uh, was super beautiful about this mechanic. And and again, why I want so desperately for it to stay. I just want to make it a little bit more possible for everybody to have a strong chance at being able to play Bubba Joe. And and I know I might be I might be just a little bit more on that on on the other side of the fence than I would typically be for something like this, but if this is so great, then why shouldn't we want to try to repeat it as frequently as possible for as many players as possible? You know, I, I just don't, well, I don't think I should, I should, I don't think I should sit here and tell somebody, Hey, I'm glad you had a really good month. Now go save for three more months before you can do it again. 
you know? So, so I get that. And, and I think that you and I are actually on the, the opposite side of the argument that we normally are on. I know. Um, I, I'm usually saying things are not good at, are, are too hard. And, and you're like, no, 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 they're okay. And I think this, I, I, the change I would make to this, this event, if it was to manifest again, is the scoring so that you're not forced into the platforms, right? You're not forced into just a Flint's platforms to score that you can use other buildings, docks, levels two and three and four of a research adjust the scoring to compensate and and then i think it is repeatable right because then you can do a dock or you can do two or three buildings right yeah okay well that's that's reasonable we're talking about the officers uh, sms not the leaderboard well but they are they're related they're related um and you know, because even within the power leaderboard, you knew how you, you knew where you had to go with that. Now, I will tell you, uh, Bubba. Let me tell you this. Uh, let me switch something here real quick. I know you guys are probably going to drop out on me for a second, uh, and I should have you back here any second. I had to. I had to drop something real quick. Are you guys back? We got you. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good. Yep. Uh, I, I, you were getting robotty on me. I think. <laughs> I think Oliver's inside streaming Hulu. <laughs> um, by the way, oh. real quick. Uh, just as a totally squirrel moment, have you guys seen the new Hulu show called Dope Sick? Has anybody heard of this? No. Oh my god! Like, wow. Should check it out if if I mean just watch like a preview or or the your first twenty minutes of an episode, see if it's your thing. Oh, you don't like it, DJ? Oh my god! I am like, I am in it. I really like it. Uh, and so when I said Hulu, it reminded me of that because my wife started getting me watching it, and she loves it, and I started watching it. And I'm like, man, oh, it's really intense. Anyway, um, <laughs> see, that's my A to A to B moment there, A to A to K. Squirrel. Like my wife does. Yeah, squirrel. Uh, anyway, I will tell you this: I was able to have a meeting with uh, with Scopely regarding the balance of those power events and how I personally, now let me make sure that I hear people on this. Okay. I want to make sure that people hear me uh, or that I'm hearing people on this. What I told them was that my feedback that I think that I got indicated that we wanted more balance on power acquisition, meaning that we don't want guns outscoring 20 other buildings combined that we want a building to be balanced with pretty much any other building so like my warehouse is going to score points and my ops is going to score points and my docks are going to score points and my guns are going to score points and nobody has any one advantage because they happen to have a building ready to claim please tell me that I got that, I got that kind of the way that we that we were summarizing it, Bubba. Is that? Is that? I close? think so. But I, I'm I'm reading the chat right now. Um. <laughs> Divine says, "Oh hell, we're all screwed." Um, <laughs> Kel says, "Oh my Why god, I got tons of guns." Like, no, listen, I'm not saying that they're going to do it. I'm not saying that they're going to do it. I just, I mean, here's the thing. In in the last episode, Kel, uh, in the last episode. Yes, players who had guns this month. Uh, and, and listen, 
they're not going to change something like just like that. Your your domination event that's coming up in like two days, Kel, you're going to be if you decide that the events are worth it. All right, if you decide that the rewards are worth it, you're going to do well. Okay, you're going to do well. All right. Um, that said, you only have so many guns, right? Uh, and and before, like, look at Scaly, who had to kind of sit back this month because he wasn't willing to pr- to push his ops before he felt he was ready. Uh, just for now, if it had been warehouses or if it had been vaults or science buildings or anything like that, but it specifically you had to do guns, you know. So we had talked in the last episode about making sure that there was a little bit more opportunity and a little bit less push, right? A little bit less push, a little bit more open to everybody. Not only that, but you're right, the level 40 guns are worth more than level 50 guns, to, to be frank. So I wanted to make sure that I, that I did this right, that I understood this right, because that is actually what I relayed today. And, I, and I, I can quickly change it if I need to. But I told him, I said, listen, I think, you know, moving forward as far as a sustainable model that we should be looking at, at a little bit more balance between most of the buildings, you know, and, and that guns shouldn't be worth, you know, 20 other buildings, right? Big? Correct. I, yeah? Yeah, look, look at what Doc points out here. He was like, I did... I did a level 55 gun, and I was beat by a guy doing level 52 guns. Now, that shouldn't have happened, Doc. He might have just done more guns because the only gun that is out of sorts when it comes to power is the level 40 gun. Um, the, the lower guns, well, you know what? I haven't looked at them in the 50s. I've looked at them in the 40s. I haven't looked at them in the 50s. I'll have to check that out. Um Divine uh, or Captain Oblivious says, "What's the logic for making guns give so much power?" Ah, but I've answered this question, Oblivious. Again, let's uh, let's remind everybody: What does a defense platform actually mimic in the game? Ooh, ooh, I know this one. Mm. Go ahead, Bubba Joe. I read it in the chat. You can answer. Ships. Your defense platforms it's are a, actually is warship. a warship. It's a warship. Okay. That's how they're coded anyway. They're coded as warships. All right? They are not technically buildings. So they, in the base formulas, in the actual mathematical formulas, they have to have all that power so that they can actually provide some firepower for defense. Okay? And their power is calculated the same way that your ship is. So imagine that you have a warship out there with only 2,000 power. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Let me ask you, is a ship with 2,000 power going to defend your base? <laughs> Anybody? 2,000 power? No. Is that going to defend your base? Not even close. No. No, that's that's a sheet of paper. All right, so, so anyway, that is why those are calculated that way. But uh, we... we we're able to have a good, healthy conversation on, on how that should be balanced, if it can be, all right? And and so that was what I relayed. I want to make sure I had it right. Okay, uh, let's get ready to finish. Bubba, do you have anything left on your list? Looter, welcome to the stage. You got anything on your list? Big, are you, uh, you got anything left on your list? 
Wow, Goat Bear, is that right? Defensive platform A is worth 10 million points, Bubba? At 53? That doesn't surprise me. Whoa! <laughs> That's crazy! God! That's crazy. Anyway, all right. Last call. Big, you got anything? I see you come off mute. Well, I was going to say, like, if, if I mean, if they do adjust to power, I think, you know, which which would be fine if they lower those things, but then I think that they need to make sure that maybe the milestones get lowered as well. Oh, maybe for sure. Where I'm sure there are people that, you know, wait for those to take out, you know, because sometimes it's like 25000 you know, for the milestones, and that people may be, you know, kind of, waiting to do their guns when those events come up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sure. I would just say that if they do that, that they should, you know, look into that. It was already brought up. As well. Yeah, uh, Ripper, okay. Ripper was right on top of that when we when we had mentioned the power thing. Like, he was like, oh, hey, don't forget the milestones when you, while you're at it. Uh, yeah, oh. definitely, absolutely, for sure. Okay, well, if that is all, then I do believe we've taken our final break, Bubba Joe. I believe then, yep. uh, since I don't have a break to take, then it must, in fact, be time for us to issue our final grades. Ah. Alrighty. Lego Nerd says an Ops 22 gun actually scores more power than every gun all the way up to Ops 38. See, there is some weird things with the guns, Bubba Joe. I don't <laughs> why why would a 22 what's special at 22 you sorry you've already started pvping do you think do you think that that might have been because of the horizon one crack thing all those years ago because the horizon unlocks at 24 no 26 it's 20 is it 26 i think it is 26. That might have been for the Horizon 1 crack. No, that thing. was the, the North Star, wasn't it? Maybe. I don't know. Crazy. The North Star was the base cracking beast back then. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking like before the North Star even. Even before the North Star. Listen, those guns were designed before the North Star ever came into the game. Lego says it was because of a big increase in PvP range at that level, and that makes a lot more sense because there it was something from day one's baby, uh, uh, day one's game design. So, anywho, all right, woo! I I really actually want to start with actually, Bubba you know Joe. What, one, I'm sorry, I, I know we're like going through a lot, but has there been talks about like the drop rates of not only like in the 50s because they are definitely works in the 50s but re-looking at what's in those chests i feel like <laughs> this is something we've talked loot about tables i know i hear that the level 50s are still getting kira blueprints <laughs> yeah and not only that yes. like the drop rate is less and i'm so i killed i was doing you know some documentation i killed a hundred level 52 or higher ships i got 20 Two chests out of a hundred kills, only twenty-two chests. What, what do you so normally it's like, get? It's like I'd probably be in the neighborhood around fifty, you know, forty to fifty. See, I don't feel like mine are ever that high. So, 
Um, really? Ingram says 50%? I, I kind of feel like mine's never, ever been that high. Uh, I mean, maybe I 40. Like I'm go 40%. Closer to that number than the, you know, 20%. Yeah, Kel, Kel's about so, with me. He says 33%. I'm going about 40%. I don't know, though. I've never actually mathed it out. Well, yeah, it's well, extremely frustrating, especially for the uh, the the, uh, the messages. That's the one where you you know you, you find the scout, you kill it, and of course it, it doesn't doesn't drop, drop anything. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, like, I get ah. it. I get it. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? Let's start with you, Big. All right, you're not muted. Let's start yeah. with you, Big Country. Oh. Duality contained a great deal of emotion, lots of stress, yeah, absolutely. lots of accomplishment. And more yep. players than ever before unlocked free epic officers. Big country, there's a, there's a lot to reflect on, but I'm going to ask yep. you to summarize all of your feelings into all one, of feelings in one letter. In a one single letter. Big country, yep. you lead us off tonight. F. <laughs> well, you are fantastic. And for fantastic. He says fantastic, everybody. I really am, like, excited. So, yeah, no. He's using Canadian grade. Fantastic <laughs> is what I have to say. And I would say I would grade the arc at a B plus. Very strong. Wow. Okay, B plus. All right. F for fantastic. So good. Uh, there you go. All right. Cool. Mark, let me come to you next. You've been you've been a little quieter tonight, but you and I've talked. You you feel that there's been a lot of good happening here uh, throughout this month. Let's yes, summarize indeed. it into one letter. Captain Mark, what do you got? I'm gonna give him an A. You giving him an A? Solid. Yeah. There you go. You get an A from Captain Mark. I hope they keep it up. I'm going to read you now Gregor's because he. Uh... What? what just happened? Do you have me back now? I totally just. I clicked a voice. <laughs> I clicked on my other computer. I accidentally clicked a different voice room when I was going to try to get. <laughs> when I was going to try to get Gregor's grade, I clicked on a different voice room instead of the chat room on accident. My bad. My bad. Hey, listen, uh, we're going to bring a couple of players up to the stage. Royal Power and Kirko, you guys get your grades ready. We'll uh, we'll give you that uh, as well. I'm going up to see what Gregor had to say. Uh, he sent me a message a little bit ago, and Gregor says, Hey, listen, great, solid mechanics. Obviously, a little bit of communication uh, still needs to happen, and technical glitches did give them a little bit of trouble this month. He said, that said, there was way too much in this month that – so much outweighed the bad. Gregor, also an A for sure, he says. An A for sure. Karkin also had to turn in uh, an absentee ballot, if you will, Bubba Joe. <clears throat> he says, uh, as far as the entire arc, and I read you some of his comments earlier, as far as the entire arc, I personally feel the arc did quite well for me. I performed well, I was engaged, and I was quite well rewarded. I give this arc an A, he said, or an E for excellence. See, he was reading your mind, about, uh, Gregor, or uh, uh, Big Country. He's giving it an A as well. 
Very good. Canadian greeting. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. Satisfactory. I should have said that. He's giving it a satisfied. Giving it a satisfaction. <laughs> uh, let's check out the chat here just a little bit. All right. Oh, I know. Captain Oblivious is having a heart attack right now. He wants to know if Bubba Joe is going to give this grade a non-F. <laughs> That's so good. Housekeeping says, is it sad that a B-plus is considered fantastic? Uh, Blue Mandalorian giving it an A-minus. Lord Farquaad giving it a B-plus-plus. Plus. See, now you guys are splitting hairs. B-plus-plus. Plus. Um, Snow giving it an A-minus. Jonathan Ingram says... Uh, Probably a real B, objectively. He said, but if we're grading on a curve, this one's an A+. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> That's true. It's the best one of the year. Um, Lobot says a B due to some of the scoring. Uh, but then they dropped the Ultra Pack upgrade. I'm going to give him a gonna give him bonus points for that and give him a solid A. Thank you, Lobot. Appreciate that very much. Sitting Bull says, uh, I'm going to give the grade of an A- minus because those Ultra Shards, ooh la la, loving them Ultra Shards. All right, very good. You guys are liking that. Uh, let's see. Z Brent giving it an A-, minus, including Halloween. He says, I love it. DJ27, a solid A. I don't see much to complain about. Yusuke giving it a B+. Plus. Paco giving it a B+. Plus. Bad Intentions giving it an A-. Minus. Patron St. Nick says, Halloween is B for boring. No, it's not. It's very well... Well, it is boring because there's not much to do. It's a lot of payout for very little work. Go mine red data, St. Nick. <laughs> Use your free time to go to go mine red data. Oh, goodness. Uh, Admiral Poopslot agrees with a solid A. <laughs> Kirko uh, says, listen, e an A. Either way, plus or minus, I'm still in. Uh, Eddie giving it an A minus. Borg giving it an A. Anita A minus. Commander Taylor A minus. Uh, fantastic. Lots of A's. Bubba Joe, this actually makes me like warm and fuzzy. Uh, Royal Power, uh, a guest to our stage. Royal Power, welcome from Server Thirty Six. Go to give your final grade, buddy. Duality. What do you got? Uh oh, I don't hear Royal Power. Does anybody else got Royal Power? I don't know. I don't have either. V ready. Welcome to our stage. V ready. Give him a grade, would you? What do you got? I'll give a B plus. Only reason is because they'd not change the G four dailies. The G. Oh, the G. See, you got you. You're jealous. You're jealous of the G fivers, huh? Listen, just go. <laughs> just go spend a few thousand dollars. You can. You can play with the G fivers. All right. <laughs> Z Brent giving it uh, B plus, A minus if I'm counting Halloween. Master Blaster giving him an A. Raxnar, solid B. Oh my God! A deal! A deal is in the chat and giving them an A! A deal is the guy who never ever has any good thing to say ever. <laughs> I love you, Bubba. I love you, dude. A deal. Satisfied with the arc and giving it an A. Goodness gracious. Lego says, I think this arc is truly an A minus, but I'm going to give it an A plus 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 after how bad the last two months of TNG were. <laughs> I like it. Bubba Joe. Oh, Royal Power's back. Royal Power, let's see if you can get us a grade, buddy. 
Yeah, we'll see if it works this time. It's a brand new Ops 40. The spin was tough, but A minus. A minus from Royal Power. There you go. Thank you. From Server 36. Zombie giving it an A. Big Bad Ed giving it an A minus. Goob, Goob Cutis says, I was able to get Worf to tier two. Got to give him an A. Minus. He's giving him an A minus. Lone Wolf on an A. Let's see. What else? Yeah, big country. That's funny. He said they saved the ultra chest for the end on purpose, Bubba Joe. So everyone would be remembering that as they issued their final grades. I do remind you, I don't think Scopely gives two dams about our, our final grades. But <laughs> but I think not individually. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Not you, individually. You specifically said they tune in because they want to know. They do. So you can't say no, no, no. they don't give two kids. No. And then say they tune in because <laughs> they want to you know. know. It's a Let family me, show. They want to hear me, the conversation. They want, that's exactly. <laughs> they want to hear what people are saying. I don't think the letter grade. I don't think the letter grade determines somebody's bonus like it does over in customer support. Like, you know, if you average like 4.3 stars, then you get a not bonus, like right? Not like you and I were not a, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, we got 4.5 stars. Everybody gets a $500 bonus. I don't think it's quite like that, but I do like, I think that they love the conversation. All right, they love the conversation. Mustang. Oh, that's right. Mustang. He says, I'm giving this arc an A++++++ because he was the guy that got the full lucky pull of Lorca. I've got, I've got it on screenshot, too. A full Lorca pull, Bubba Joe. Are you jelly? Are you jelly? I am. No. <laughs> You're not? I am. I'm jelly. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it, granted, you can't do it because Gigi's not in the chest, but if someone got a full pull of Gigi, then I'd be jealous. <laughs> Bubba's not jealous because he also got a full pull of Lorca. Don't let it get it twisted, all right? <laughs> Who is that? I can't hear you. Who is this? That's Kenny. Kirko. Oh, hey, Kirko, try that again. I didn't hear anything. And take your phone out of your yeah. mouth. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. You're okay. George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, GG coming in the transporter pattern. So, you know, that is another thing as well. That's, that's a big one. GG in the transporter patterns. Yeah, we didn't even talk about transporter patterns, Bubba. It's not enough time. Hey, you know what? I want to read this three. one. I want to read this one. Kelsman, thank you for your perspective. He says, listen, we didn't even talk about the three days of free gifts at the beginning of the arc. He said 2,000 rare Armada directives makes this arc go from an A to an A plus for me. Very good. Grand Vampire agrees. Free rare directives for all. That's an A for me. Nice. There you go. Bubba Joe, we're going to wrap up with you here. Bubba Joe, you okay. you get the final word because everybody everybody <laughs> wants to know what the hardest professor in the world, the most tough, the most, like literally, 3M has a private contract with you for the supply of red ink. Bubba Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Please issue your final grade on duality, part one. All right. So uh, the grade shifted over time. It started off, and I, I'm, I'll, it started off very high because I felt the launch of the arc was both very smooth and very inclusive. And it started off very, very high. 
kind of lost its way a little bit in the middle. And then, as uh, I think Big Country said, came right at the end and said, hey, here's your officer improvement you've been waiting for for six months. And it's actually really good. Worth waiting six months for almost. So um, I, I probably am going to surprise some people. Uh, I'm, I'm giving this arc a very, very solid A. What? What? Wow. 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 <laughs> oh my God. I was, oh no, I told Bubba, I said, don't tell me. I don't even want to know. I wanted to be surprised. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> there's so many things that we've been t so let me there's so many things that we've talked about that they needed to do better uh they needed to they needed to when they roll out new content it needs to be inclusive it needs to be it needs to be grouped together and, you know the g5 content worked with the events the the mining event was updated they you know they did all of these things correctly they had a couple of snafus that they readily fixed it has been by far and away the most fun arc I've played in this year. And a final grade of a solid A from Professor Bubba Joe. You know what? We got to stop right there, Big. We got to stop. There's nothing else that could be said that is going to allow... Listen, no hint that I could give is going to jaw drop you as much as what just happened. Okay? Like, nothing I could say. I could say... I could say that next month, everybody is going to get free tier one unlocks of every officer in the ultra chest, and it would not be as crazy as what Bubba Joe just said. It wouldn't be. Uh, I'm shocked. <laughs> Craziness. All right. Is uh, that our hint? <laughs> is that your hint? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Should please, I please let that be the hint? No, <laughs> that's not the hint. Sure, that could be the hint. Whatever, fine. I don't. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Scopely already told me I'm not allowed to give the one that I wanted to give. I, I honestly don't even know uh, what to say right now. Uh, no, seriously, they came back and was like, absolutely not. I'm like, really? Like, I thought it was really good. I it wasn't even like pointing to anything. It was like super vague. Um, we just save that for part three. <laughs> do what? Oh, you know, I guess we'll we just save, save it for, for part, part three. three. No, I can't. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell you with the one that I really wanted to go with. Here, give me a second. I'll think about something. I'll think about it. Okay. Okay. Blue says what? Oh, you know what? Here's a good one. All right. Can this, if I answer this hint, if I answer this question, can this qualify as the hint? Blue Mandalorian says, what material should I hoard? Can I, if no, I answer this. If I answer this, I'll probably get in trouble. But if I do answer this, <laughs> if I do answer this one, can this qualify as my hint? Because it will kind of take me, yes. it'll take me off the hook. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Sure. I saw the question. Yes, that's yes. I think that should work. Hey. Ooh. What? Who said what? Um... What did you say, Stevens, Aaron? <laughs> Glad I, I have 54,000 saved up. <laughs> what are you? 54,000 what? Faction credits? It's not a whole lot, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 50, you get 54,000 officer XP? You're hurting, son. <laughs> You're in trouble, okay? All right. Uh, okay. Uh, 
Well, I am very sorry that I cannot give you guys a hint tonight. I'm very sad about it. I wish that Scopely had approved my hint. And then I could have told you what I wanted to tell you. But unfortunately, I cannot. Should I give away 5,000 trade XP? <laughs> I will tell you, this is the last... This is the last show where I have been authorized to give away 5,000 trade XP. I have no idea why I will no longer be allowed to just freely give away free trade XP. But for whatever reason that it is, I'm sure that players everywhere will be very smart and properly save all of the currencies that they consider to be valuable. All right. Whatever could that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> all right. Contest and pick. Who's going to win 5,000 trade XP tonight? Tonight it's going to be Prime Variant. Congratulations to you, Prime. Congratulations to you, Prime Variant. Tabby Moses says, give us a hint. I have already told you about the hint that I am not allowed to give you. I understand. And there was a question asked of which I said an, an opinion. Just, I mean, a guess, maybe, sort of, from the rumor mill. Oh, I forgot. Are we due? I don't think we're due for a spam it. Oh, we are due for a spam it, aren't we? It was actually supposed to be last Wednesday. Was that your show, Bubba? Yeah, yes, last was. Wednesday was your show. Oh, yeah, so you guys double up now. So it's it's totally my fault. No, I can't double up. <laughs> well, we're only one week behind. So here, I'll go in. I'll, I'll give you guys a second. <laughs> no, Looter, I have not done 5K subs yet. As a matter of fact, I'm waiting for Steven Zaren. Uh, not it's not it's not his fault. I need to get with Stevens Aaron to set up a night bot thing so that we can draw people. So we can draw people on the on the YouTube thing. I got to get with him a little bit later. We'll, we'll get it set up. Uh, Goop Cutis, <laughs> Goop Cutis. He says no hint. I slap at thee, Scopely. No, I I gave you the hint. I gave you. I mean, I it was kid, already there. I said nothing. I said nothing. I don't know what you're You'll talking about. I like it. All right. Uh, Prime variant. Congratulations to you. Send me a PM. I'll hook you up with 5,000 trade XP. And ladies and gentlemen, guys, the bounce. How long have we been back on? Oh, my God. I wasn't rolling tape for any of that. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we got to do it all again. No, I'm kidding. All right, everybody. Uh. Uh, we'll do you. it live. We'll do it live. Everybody, thank you so much uh, for joining us today on the most weirdest taping schedule of Talking Trek ever in life. If you're listening in podcast, then hey, thank you for downloading, and I hope you enjoy this normally scheduled show. Uh, for those of you in the podcast, thank you for sticking with me for six hours. You guys are kind of the bomb. Uh, visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can go and get yourself some merch. Check out our new merch store. The holiday season is upon us. 
All right, you need to go get yourself some merch because it's awesome. All right, also link on over to our YouTube where we got new videos. Oh, hey, real quick, the super highway thing. I'm just going to tell you real quick, Bubba Joe, Ripper wasn't wrong. If you unlock a single super highway, it reduces your warp to 105. Okay, 105, which is not enough for a Max G3 miner, is it? No, no, it's not. Further investigation revealed that once you get all three super highways open, then it will drop even further all the way down to warp 30. But you got to do all three of them. All right, so if you just do one or two, it's 105. Once you get the third one, actually, that's not true. That's not true. You got to do it the origins. It depends or on what piles it needs to take. You, yeah, yeah. you need the origins one. You need the super, yeah. the origin super highway. So you need the big kahuna at the end. Once you get the fourth one, then they all become warp 30. That's what Ripper tried to explain to me. Is that right? Bubba Joe, when, when Ripper was explaining that earlier, does that make sense to you? And that's I, what I understood him am saying. Am I summarizing yes. that right? So, so if you do the three faction ones individually, it's 105. But if you do the territory capture one, it will lower all four of them to warp 30. Okay? That was my editor's note on the YouTube. All right. Uh, also, last thing. While you're on our website, because it's been almost two weeks since I read these wonderful people's names. While you're on our website, please consider joining our patron program. All these guys do. They turn their names gold because they love the show. They contribute to the show. And they want their names highlighted in gold for the goodness that they provide to the show, which is at a level of $5 or more per month. And I want to say thank you now to Gregor, Scott, Bankman, I Beglin, Big Country, JC, Hank, Chucks, Grunt, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, Ahab, Fookum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Burke, DJ Gur, Red 2, and Honey Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moser, Regis, Lady Cass, Engineering, Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Cam, Coulter, Jetski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Floppy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Ragstar, Striker, Be Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indie Dandy, Quackfu, Callus, King0101, Commander Taylor, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Lost My Place, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Breaks, Spock the Avenger, uh, Medic213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Cran, Galen, Cobra, Splatzu, Eden, Sentinel, Ripper goes 24 hours. I'm looking at three different screens. Conair, Iris Jack, Wyman, Phineas, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neat, uh, Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, The Egger, Starm, Harshest Procedure, Lugga, Subcommander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Jason, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn Clyde, your mom. Uh, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Florenzo, Seven of Nine Loop, Cha Cha Baba, A Fox, Midhead, Bills Mafia, E Rock, The Clueless One. Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, uh, Gopher, Counselor Q, Iron Chef, Yusuke, nothing better, a fistful of Jedi. Is that right? Yeah, sorry, I was looking. Uh, a fistful of Jedi. I like that name. That's good. Um, <clears throat> let's see, who else do we have? We got Jason, Louis P, Handy, Hopes, Hammerhead, Cavacore. I kill you! Ah, that's funny. That's the, the puppet guy. I kill you. Uh, Bryce and Chuck. New names on our gold patrons list. You guys rock. Thank you so very, very much for joining our gold patron program and turning your name gold and uh, and setting us up to, to, uh, to donate $5 or more a month. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. That's it, folks. 
I got nothing else. Visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Your chapter video for Duality is coming in the next couple of days. All right, that's coming uh, very, very soon. And we got lots of great stuff as far as content in our YouTube channel. We put up a lot of stuff this week. Bubba Joe and Gregor did a new video on Super Highways. And uh, we put out one for Trek or Treat, which you can go and watch. And uh, just all kinds of, of other good stuff. A group of Jedi, Blue Mandalorian, is actually letting me know that they are actually referred to as a gaggle. If that's true. Thank you. Appreciate it so much. Hey, by the way, did anybody like my Halloween costume in the Trek or Treat video? I wanted to dress up for you guys. You like it? The looter like was like, man. Oh, you didn't like the mustache? I thought... I did like the mustache. Oh, you did like it. Good. I didn't think anybody yeah, would recognize cool. me. That's why I did it. Oh, crap. I forgot Spam It. Here, we'll do it real fast. I told you guys to go sign up, and then I forgot. All right, I'm drawing a Spam It winner right now. Here we go. Spam It and pick. Who's it going to be? Congratulations, Saint1415. You are a winner. Congratulations, Saint. You hook up, and the Spam It bot has been reset. Guys, Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms uh, uh, everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I've been your host of Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I mean it. Your friendly neighborhood cat person is saying meow for now. Catch you on the next one. Y'all be good. Bye-bye.